Put us. Those demons inside you. Mm. Oh. Oh. Let him go. Oh, it's too late. Oh, I'm dying. No way. I can't believe this. Oh, no, man. Come on. Oh, no. Don't die on me. God damn it. Don't die. Fuzzy. Somebody did this. No way! I can't believe this! <laughs> and I can't believe you're back for another episode, you out there listening, I mean, of something spectacular, hosted by who this, that B.I., of course, you know the acronym by now, uh, 17 episodes deep at this point, so breaking it down every time be redundant. But, what's not redundant, and it's always a pleasure, pause, potentially, to have in studio and in person and in the flesh, again, pause, just in case, is having this boy, that kid, the man, the guy, Angel, AO Productions 1 on IG, of course. <laughs> Shake my keys because I got the keys. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, bro? Good, man. How are you? I'm better now. I'm better. I'm recovered. I'm, I'm alive. You recoup somewhat from the agony of, well, not the agony of stressful, but agony physical of the New York City Marathon. I am back because... It, we're closing in on the time for the last few races that I need to do for the end of the year um, to qualify for the marathon next year. 2020, and that's the 50th year anniversary of it, right? Yep. I looked into that. So, yeah, by the way, for actually completing the marathon, you know, well-deserved. Hey! Thank you, thank you. And I've been meaning to ask you, I mean, the first thing you do after a marathon of that magnitude, of that scale, was one of these things the first thing you did afterwards? <laughs> I mean, it's 26 and a half miles of not doing nothing bodily function besides sweating and agonizing oh. yourself. So I don't know if it's TMI, but I didn't go. I didn't have to. You didn't go on yourself? No. I would hope you did. I, I hear stories of people that shit and piss all over themselves during marriage. I remember hearing something about people having diapers on them. Yeah. Like, well, for the urine, older folk, I guess, right? Urine is not uncommon because of how much you sweat. Yeah. So some people, like, very dedicated runners, and I mean very dedicated, like that are trying to go for time. They don't want to waste any time in the bathroom. The clock doesn't stop if you have to take a shit. <laughs> so for them, it's like, oh, it's just pee. All right. Like, oh, and it might rain later. All right, cool. And they'll just keep going. I mean, white folk are nasty like that sometimes. So they'll just think nothing of it. It's like, oh, I'm giving back to the earth. I'm being organic. <laughs> <laughs> Replenishing Mother Nature. <laughs> giving back to the earth. <laughs> Or if um, they're slick, they might do it by like a sewer drain or something like that. Well, that's the smarter thing to do, honestly. If they if they're trying not to make a mess, <laughs> fucking everywhere, like I don't know, I I don't think it goes by by like color either or race. I mean, I'm sure there are other people <laughs> that do that. I'm yeah, I have. There has to be. Well, let's think of that though. I guess like let's say a brother or a sister's running. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're gonna stop to do that unless they really have to. Half the time, those people don't care about time though. Like, again, we're talking about the people that don't, like, if you have the time to stop, then they will stop. Or they'll, like, mm. like during the marathon, I actually saw a few people stop and, like, hide in the bushes <laughs> to take a piss. Like, one dude, bro, I saw a dude three miles in off the side of the bridge take a piss. There was a fucking cop literally right next to him. You can't and, do nothing at that point, though, right? 
It is the marathon. Where else are you going to go? They told them you uh, they fucking. And one thing I didn't know that they do is that the at the corral at the start line before you get to the where they shoot off the cannon and the confetti and shit at the bridge. Mm -hmm. They have like the it's almost like metal detector style, like like seven different gates that people walk through. Mm -hmm. And then you're in like the final area with like everyone like grouped up and there they have like I'm going to guesstimate like 150 porta potties mm. and they have these loudspeakers telling you like everyone who needs to use the bathroom use it now there will be no bathrooms at the bridge or after <laughs> right like after you cross mm-hmm. and literally it's like you're more than New York City train cramped with like 5,000 other people mm. and they're all trying to take a shit it's terrible. So, so like the people that don't have to go, they're trying to get to the front, but you can only go so far um, on the bridge because it's broken into two, three lanes, mm-hmm. and the bridge only has two sides: the ongoing and the and the incoming. Right, right. But each, but in those two sides, you have like four or five lanes. Okay. So the the race, what they do is they have three different groups starting at the same time and they're split up and okay. then they go different ways and then they come back together around like mile five six mm. and then they all run together but like the first few miles it's like you have two races going on oh wow okay but i mean that's that's kind of crazy though because i mean I, I haven't done it myself obviously you have as you're living testament to it but if if you don't take a shit right before the marathon starts you know the bang goes off and everything you're running 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 and there's no bathrooms available to you even like a porta potty like at mile 17 so then that's when you have to like scurry wherever you have to to do whatever you got to do i by the grace of the universe have never had that problem because my the way my body works (laughs) is that i wake well first of all i'm lying i don't wake up because i don't fucking sleep the day before I don't like I don't know if it's nerves. I don't know if it's like the excitement. I don't know if it's the paranoia of like I can't forget anything. Like I'm laying my shit out for like the third time now. Mm. I'm in bed. I'm watching all the shit shows that I normally fall asleep to. And I'm fucking running down the episodes because I cannot sleep. I was going to ask you that. How was your prep the night of I mean, the night before the actual marathon? Then? The night before, bro, I, I was 8 p.m. I was ready. And I still couldn't like, like, will myself to sleep. No, the night before, so I had already gotten the gear from the expo. Mm-hmm. So I was just figuring out what I was gonna wear based on the weather. I got like a jacket, a long sleeve, a short sleeve, tights and shorts, and then the socks and shoes, mm-hmm. like a full suit, and the watch. Yo, shout out to On Running for the watch. Honestly, like that, that I don't know if they understand like my running in 2020 is going to be so much better because of this fucking watch. Really? Yeah, for real. Like this, um, and not to stray away, I'll come right back to it, but this Mm -hmm. watch, what it does is that it analyzes over time based on how many times you run a week, Mm. how, like, basically it's AIing your your numbers. Oh, okay. And then at the end of the week, it'll tell you. um, If you're looking to do this many more miles, you have to do this, this, this on this day because mm. that's what because last week that was enough to get you here, but it's not enough to get you 
to level two. Oh shit! So it keeps your stats for you. Yes, uh. but it it can stack for like years. But it's not just about keeping numbers. It's like I can program the watch to say I'm training to do a marathon next November, hmm. and I want to be at an elite athlete at level. I tell the watch that. The watch then goes, all right, let's see how you run for the month. Mm. And for the month, you just track your shit. And then the next month, it goes, that's not enough. Or you're overdoing it. Mm. Like there's a, like literally on the face, you can see it says like overtraining, undertraining, like the heart rate's too high or you're taking too many steps. Like oh, it's, a, it's a, co- like I've never had a watch. I've never had anything that ha- gives me like a coach's perspective. So I really, really appreciate that. Um, and that's their watch they made? No, this or is, is it like an app on the watch? This is from Polar. It's called the Polar Vantage M. Okay. So this is actually not even like their top of the line watch, but it's just one of those where it's like when it comes to measuring uh, analytics and really getting into like what you need to do as a runner, mm-hmm. it's a really good fucking watch. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And, yeah. And now I don't need to. Uh, before I was using... Um, like two, three different apps at the same time to track numbers and shit. And now it's like, now I can even uh, connect the apps to the watch so I don't even have to turn it on. When I sync the watch in to the computer, mm-hmm. it's uploaded to the app. God damn. Crazy. Wow. Um, Shitting on myself, I have never <laughs> done in the marathon. <laughs> I've never done that. Um, I get nervous. I can't sleep. And like usually... An hour before I leave, mm. that's when it goes down. Or like, uh, was it? What's crazy is like two weeks before I had to do the Staten Island half marathon. Okay. And I went at home. I got to the ferry. I had to go again. <laughs> that I was like, wait, what the fuck? Because <laughs> I think I, I think I was telling you like I'm gonna try to detox like for like the week. I think I believe in the previous episode, the pre-marathon. You're saying like, isn't that too close? And I'm like, eh, uh-huh. I might as well break all the rules. Uh, that shit backfired on me. That shit literally, mm. literally, that shit backfired <laughs> on me because at the last race, the second to last race, yeah, I had to go like three times, bro. Mm. And at the ferry, it was like a line of like 300 dudes that didn't up, obviously didn't take a shit in their <laughs> own fucking home. So now they get dirtying up the bum ass. Staten yeah. Island ferry uh, thing so I'm like fuck it YOLO I got on the ferry and then I hauled ass to there there's a bathroom on the boat but the boat actually rocks like I it, was thinking that too yeah <laughs> you could feel it in the bathroom bro. it was like was, it was so bad I was like oh I thought I was gonna fall in the fucking toilet terrible um yeah there's never enough porta potties there's never enough marathon they got it covered like for sure. So along the route, are there porta potties like randomly popping up, or they have them like they have them stacked at certain points? Okay. Yeah. One thing that that company is good at is that they monopolize the races, so you get built into the habit of what you need to do right. Mm-hmm. And second is that they map everything out to the T. So they'll tell you mile five, hundred porta potties. Mile ten, two hundred porta potties. Mile mm. three, mile you know twenty four. It's like three porta pots because you're you're almost done. You're almost done. Yeah, why cater to that if you're but they, almost done? But they did a great fucking job like that. Huh. It was an amazing experience. 
Like, and and I would guess like over what almost fifty years now of doing this thing, they'd probably know like around what mileage you actually might need to take a shit or like here's I, some more porta potties, here's some less over there. Yeah, I think it's tough to do that though. I mean, when you're catering to twenty thousand, thirty thousand, fifty thousand people, you can't guess this is where all of them need to take a shit. The problem <laughs> is a lot of people think they know themselves and really don't until they're in the heat of that moment. True. Like. I know because I've done over fucking 40-something races now that I never shit on myself because I always shit before I go. And I worry, like, if, let's say, I did the marathon. Like, when I take a shit, like, no shame here, I take my time. I'm talking about my legs go numb every time I do because I'm, like, on the phone, I'm reading, I'm writing notes or whatever, I'm thinking out loud sometimes, too. So I got no shame in that. So then if i'm like at mile 13 the marathon i have to go like i'm gonna like probably stall way too much and i'm gonna <laughs> delay myself and like i'll be done like in six hours when i could have been done in three or something damn bro you and no and, and then you can't you can't be on your phone in the port of five and then my sign will be like my legs will go numb most likely and then not like also no you never sit in a port of five let me make you hover. clear no 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 you have to hover you have to hover you have to paper yeah you have to paper that shit up well because i have to do it at work too i mean the problem with porta potties is that there's never enough water, no, or flu the blue fluid to cover all the shit. Like, like it's the most disgusting thing when you go into a porta potty and there's like a mini Mount Brown Everest <laughs> of shit because everyone's hitting it on point. It's a chocolate sundae to build. A, that's disgusting. <laughs> to build like the perfect shit mountain, and that's why it smells. By the way, bro, on the on the spot, on the spot. <laughs> I, you know what? That probably would be incentive to like get in, get out quick, right? I, I mean, yeah. If you're forced to go into the shit one, I mean, there's there's <laughs> always the shittiest one, but there's always clean ones. The but then that's is, like Russian roulette, though, picking the clean one, right? You have, I mean, sniff it out. <laughs> no, you can't sniff it out. Um, but you do it running in place, you know, like sniffing it out. Like, I'm I'm scared if this if this podcast goes viral that I give away the secret to finding. One. <laughs> but I ha- I'm good, like. I know everyone that I know that runs like heavy, they know how to do it too. Like they don't go. I'll put it this way. Mm. You'd never go to the middle. That makes sense. Okay. You never go to the middle. Right. That's the one that everyone has to go to because of the lines, but you never go to the middle. If you have to go, Mm. go early, like find the first one. Right. Not in the middle. Okay. That's it. Oh, so play the edges, not the middle. Exactly. Okay. The edges have shorter lines mm. because no one. Same thing with the hydration. Fucking people, they um, when they have these tables set up to get like Gatorade or water, everyone stops in the middle of the fucking table. So there's people stacked there, like, thank you for volunteering, thank you guys, and then they drink the water <laughs> in front of the fucking table. Get keep get out of the way. If you got someone running, right? <laughs> Imagine there's two lanes. I'm gonna I'm I'm make it real easy. So you're in the street, right? You have the bike lane. Yeah. You have the lane where obviously all the cars are parked, and then mm-hmm. you got the sidewalk. The sidewalks are the tables, right? On the sidewalk, you got the people and the tables. Where the cars are parked, if the lane's free, mm-hmm. obviously you park your car there, right? And then the bike lane, you don't stand there because there's people always going. Right. So what people are supposed to do when they're running is that they grab the cup that they want, right? They'll, they'll run into it from the, from the free lane, mm-hmm. 
go on the sidewalk, grab the cup, and go right back out. That's what's supposed to happen. Ideally. What yeah. fucking people do, though, is they fucking park on the sidewalk. <laughs> like idiots. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. And then, and then they fucking walk. They either walk or they drink it. Then they walk. Then they fucking toss the cup back into the free lane. So it's hitting people that are running past them. So now I smell like sh- fucking Gatorade <laughs> and white people sweat because this fucking idiot forgot to throw his right from his left. Instead of throwing it towards the table so they could clean it up and then say thank you, he's going to throw it towards the people coming to him <laughs> to come get a cup of water. You piece of shit. So it was like, um, what is it, like Anchorman where he throws a burrito at the driver? That's exactly <laughs> what that is. <laughs> Just that's, <laughs> that's exactly what that is. So if you're driving, you're not supposed to litter. Put no. the garbage. So if he didn't want the burrito, he should have threw it in the car. Right. The reason why his dog is dead, <laughs> spoiler, yeah. the reason why his dog is dead. Baxter. Is because he threw it out the window. <laughs> that's exact. And that's a perfect, that is a perfect example, actually. That is what white people do, though. So, again, for anyone looking to get into running. Yeah. Quick tip. Don't go to the middle. Play the edges. Go If you want water, go to the edge of the water table. Grab the fucking cup. If you get a little bit of water, suck a dick. <laughs> Keep going. Stop complaining. Or take the L, walk back, get another cup. There's a million cups. Yeah. But don't stop in the fucking middle. That shit pisses me off, bro. Like, I'm literally like... like It's like the tourists nowadays since we're in the holidays. And then they get mad when you try to go past them. Like, I'm right. coming in to get a cup Yeah. from... From out of right field, mm-hmm. you you hear me coming, and then I go, excuse me, and then they're fucking, now they want to walk in front of me where I can't reach the cup that I want. Because I'm already eagle-eyeing, like, the cup that has the most mm-hmm. water. Once I see it, I'm like, whoop, I grab it, and I'm right out of there. But in a marathon, that rule is kind of, it has an asterisk at the end, because at mile 23, mm-hmm. no one's running. Everyone's mm. walking. Everyone's tired. Everyone's everyone look like they got beat up and robbed <laughs> for their like for their kneecaps. <laughs> so at that point, yeah, sure. By all means. At mile three, when the race just started and you're fucking wa- I wanna kick you in the face. Like 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 for real. That seems that shit is annoying. I'm like, why are you even walking? It's three miles. Why are you walking? Why do the marathon at mile three? Exactly. No, no, no. And I mean, with all due respect, the people that are at that age or that are coming back from an injury or whatever, everyone comes from a different walk of life. But like a very able-bodied 30-year-old man Mm -hmm. walking at mile three of a 26-mile marathon needs to get kicked in the dick. Yeah. Because he's walking in the middle of the most populated area. It's fucking stupid. It's just holding everybody up. It's fucking stupid. No, and then he gets mad. And then he gets mad when you get in his way. Oh, my God. Do you not see me walking? It's like, it's a fucking marathon. Run, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, and it just reminds me now, like, holiday season here in the city because now you got everybody, like, stopping dead in the middle of the sidewalk, like, by Rockefeller Center when it's already crowded enough. Oh, my God. And worse, when they got the line, the ducks are, like, little children behind them and the wife and everybody just looking in every direction possible. This is the grind my gear section of the <laughs> podcast. You know what grinds my gears? <laughs> No, but it's bad, though. It gets bad now. And and I guess in a marathon scenario, too, it can just be worse because... Obviously, I can complain about it now because it's over, but like, yeah. 
it's hard to not complain about it when there's that many people and and there's only that many people when either they're really dehydrated or they fucked up and didn't drink water Hmm. like in that sense at mile five when everyone's like dead tired Mm -hmm. already it's like oh you went out drinking last night because you thought you were gonna walk this but now you got hype because everyone that is cheering you on got you feeling like batman (laughs) so you hauled ass to mile five gassed out and now you're getting in my way get the fuck out of my way (laughs) you know what i'm saying and that's the thing it was hard that was one of the things that was hard to do with the marathon was not let people get to you Mm. um on a positive note like the the energy that new york brings to that marathon is so like indescribably amazing like you feel like invincible because of them Mm -hmm. um the hype that hype is so real no like i understand and 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 before i don't know if i said this before but before i used to give new york shit for the marathon because i thought it was just an overhyped hard to get into marathon that everyone pays too much money for Mm. and it's just fucks with trap i was the most negative person when it comes to that when you actually do it not only do you understand how big new york is a fans of, of running but you also realize how much support people actually have mm. like how much people care about those people and as a runner you don't feel that a lot when you go to a race like out of the state yeah like the racing my first marathon in canada mm. there was nobody out there some fucking like great grandma <laughs> on her porch like get him sonny that's it one person and you're in the middle of nowhere like i didn't know where i was i'm i got the water to my right and then i got a bunch of brand new houses with real estate signs to my left (laughs) there's nobody cheering there then you get to the end Mm. and they're like all the way from brooklyn new york representing the dominican republic angel and then you hear like a crowd Mm. that shit is amazing it's the crowd bro the crowd makes half of the races in the world amazing hmm. the other half is the scenery, the scenery i'd imagine too. yeah that'd be nice like it was hard because they definitely did which is why i, I finished in such a short <laughs> in such a long time <laughs> it took me forever no it didn't take me forever but um i did run faster like mm-hmm. my time my time for the official marathon versus my time for new york Mm-hmm. wait like i was like 23 minutes faster mm. which is a big deal like that's a whole two miles way faster than i should have been doing okay. or like three miles whatever well i mean proof in the pudding that you got into it was uh on ig thanks to afro dominicano they posted <laughs> when you was you know getting the little <laughs> little dance on as soon as you passed them by yeah and and that's also in brooklyn of course of course bro brooklyn <laughs> brooklyn came brooklyn showed the fuck up like I'm at, I was I'm at I'm at Brendan level representing Brooklyn now because of how many <laughs> bro I've never you know what that is to run in your neighborhood and see it packed with people to the gills I saw like Atlantic Avenue like Barclays Center you only see that many people when when you're at a concert mm-hmm. but imagine having everyone in the concert all in one in in one corner mm-hmm. and you're running into them like you come down uh Pacific mm-hmm. You come down Pacific all the way to Atlantic to like uh to like BAM, right? We're in front of uh BAM, the okay. 
the Academy of Music. Um, on that corner, and then it goes left, like a sharp-ass left. Then you go up, I think, what would be like towards Clinton, Washington. Mm-hmm. But that little corner, bro, there must have been at least like 10,000 people there. Really? Bro, like a parade of people. And they're just fucking, go, go, go. I saw like 13 Dominican flags, bro. <laughs> and they saw my jersey. They freaked out. They were like, go, Dominican. Let's go, motherfucker. And I'm like, that's my flag, motherfucker. That's my flag. <laughs> and it was just, bro, it was unreal. Like, I, I had to, I was, I, that was the most tourist I've ever been during my run. I couldn't put my fucking phone down because it's like, that energy is so wild, bro. Like, that in itself, and also having the opportunity to go across all those bridges, mm. go to all the boroughs in one day. You're going through history. You're going through the best fucking crowd you can ever have. You're 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 getting support from each and every one of them, regardless of race, religion, politics. None of that shit matters. Mm. It's you, and they are fucking cheering you on for what you're doing. Like that is the best feeling ever bro hmm. and then having the family there like my mom's never seen me run uh a race before except <laughs> when you're running away from the belt and, but <laughs> that was the last race she saw <laughs> um <laughs> God, <hijo de> puta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um she's never seen me run so for her to see me do the the, the biggest race in new york mm. history of course she got emotional. I'm just like, I got hyped to see her. Like I saw her with the band, with my girlfriend, with my fam with my cousins. Mm. Um and 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 I told my girlfriend to bring a presidente. I fucking chugged this shit. <laughs> she was she didn't even care. Like that was actually the worst thing I've ever done, by the way. Really? Drank a beer. That beer after the marathon. fucked up my race. <laughs> no. I drank a beer during the ma- I actually did it. Oh. I was, they were at like. Oh, because I saw the little story Brendan did, uh, him handing you one, but you passed him by. No, no, no. I drank, I came back. To drink that one. I came back, I danced, uh, uh, I danced a part of Afro's song. Yeah. I drank the beer. I kissed my mom goodbye. I kissed my girl goodbye. And then I kept going. (laughs) And I, and in that like span of like, I don't know, a minute, two minutes, I got like four different, (laughs) five different stories. I got like 30 different pictures. I gave everyone a pound. Bro, I, I, my heart rate, I think, at that moment was like 196. <laughs> like heart attack prone. Like I was just so hyped because they were all there. They were all like, obviously, Afro was there to play like for the marathon. Mm-hmm. But like, even they were hyped to see me. Like they were saying like, hey, yo, like, like cheering me on. And it's like, you don't get that shit very many times in life. Like I've mm. been chasing that. That feeling of like, like hitting the fucking basketball, like hitting hitting the three point shot to win the game at like a tournament. Mm. That feeling when like everyone like oh like picks you up and that that is the feeling everyone is that I I know has ever wanted, but no one I think understood that me running that marathon gave me that moment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like that that has only made me more motivated to do even bigger shit with running and not so and that's why you're seeing a lot more stuff now like with nike with fucking mm. with um i'm doing more events at work where at where i'm um jackrabbit right yeah jackrabbit brooklyn guys if you guys need any 
uh, running gear, uh, an assessment, uh, injury prevention, any of that shit. That, that's where I live. So come through. It's in Park Slope. Are they still asking you if you are a runner? Even upon first appearance, I, they better not now. <laughs> they better not now. I wear, yo. I think I wear, and I came with the marathon shit on. By the yeah, way. you're legit. Yeah, um, we're drinking Brugal shots off the medals right yeah, now. This is post marathon celebrating. It's fine. Facts. Um, I mean, now I'm wearing the marathon shit all over. <laughs> like I'm wearing it like at least once or twice a week, and I'm I'm hopefully I can have it. Uh, last, like, I'm going to try to, like, wash it carefully and not, like, let it shrink or whatever. So I can have it. <laughs> I want these clothes to last until the next one. That is a nice shirt, though, the marathon shirt. Yeah, you got thank on. you. Thank you, man. Um, And, no, and the jacket, the fucking. Uh, the windbreaker? Yeah, I don't know if you saw the jacket. The jacket I uh, have on the back of it, it says TCS, mm. New York Marathon, and it has the Verrazano Bridge on it. Oh, nice. Fire. Like, I wear that shit. Every that's my Batman cape, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Batman cape. Like I wear that shit, and it's just like I know if you're behind me, one you see it, and two, it's one of those things that like the Verrazano Bridge is. You gotta understand, it's the starting point to it. Mm-hmm. So like that's the part where people are already starting to celebrate the idea that mm-hmm. they're doing the marathon because they're on the bridge. Right, they're on the the road to achieving uh whatever goal it might be for them whether it's the first marathon whether it's their hundredth I, I met a guy um it was the 27th marathon he's ever done mm-hmm. it's like 70 something years old killing it and he just about smoked everyone in front of me mm. like for real like 70 bro that shit keeps you unless uh, she keeps you young <laughs> if you do it right it keeps you young it's like your old motherfucker i'll show you i'm thinking like yeah like i'm not gonna see you <laughs> You know, we got on the bus together. We got in the in the in the corral together. I never saw him again. Oh shit! He was gone, like for real. Yeah, you see a lot of people that they keep track of how many marathons they do, and that shit is just motivating because it's like, for you to be at that age, you hear horror stories of people like blowing out their knees or needing knee surgery or blah blah blah. But when you see those people that are doing it still, it's like, damn, like it can take you as far as you want to go. Mm. Like, but for me, it's just like. I think the more accustomed and the more um, repetitive you are with certain challenges or certain points, the more you want to challenge yourself. If I can do 10 marathons and I still want to do it, yeah. I'm probably going to try to do like a 50 mile race. Oh, right. You were telling me about those ultra marathons. Or yeah. Whatever they do, 100 miles. 100 miles, 100 miles sounds beyond crazy. Shout out to Aton. He's probably never going to listen to this. Um, but um, this dude I used to work with, he's, uh, I just know, okay, so I'll say what I know. He's vegan. Okay. He's super skinny. Super white. That's still <laughs> accurate. Um, but fast as fuck, one. And two, a very, very established runner. Okay. He did, I, now I don't know if he broke the record, but I'm going to assume he did 100 miles in less than 24 hours. Hmm. I'll let you. I'll let. I'll let that sink in. For well, let's see. If one of the African guys does the twenty six and a half in like two twenty, two uh, hours. The okay. Uh, uh, the the. Well, this, this guy dude wanted, just broke one. He just. Well, we talked about uh, uh, Elliot Kipchoge. Mm-hmm. He did twenty six miles 
he did a marathon in under two hours. He won fifty nine. Right. So do that four more times. Oh, okay, yeah. So this dude did a hundred miles in less than twenty four hours. Shit. That's far, bro. That's far. <laughs> Just GPS real quick. What's he how running far, away from? How far? Coward. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking coward. He's running away from red meat. <laughs> <laughs> He's running away from cows. Oh, you know, he could be like that old, old, the old cartoon used to string like a carrot in front of somebody to keep him running oh since he's vegan. God. Oh, my. The carrot? Yeah. Bro, he caught it. <laughs> he caught that fucking carrot. Well, he didn't catch it for 100 miles. Shit, dude. <laughs> It's just crazy to me to, to <laughs> like, like, all right. A marathon in under two hours is so fast, though. A hundred thousand under 24. That's crazy. Like you start at 6 a.m. and you finish before the next time you see sunlight. Goddamn. That's, <sighs> that's wild, bro. Like shout outs, shout outs to, shout outs to all the fucking ultra, ultra marathoners for real. Like. I would think people like that don't have ACL or knees or shit. Oh, no, no. They don't. But no, but like the guys that are really good, like they're just, they're fine. They're fine. Mm. Like the way, like right now, like for me, it feels like it was all like a biggie. It was all a dream. <laughs> biggie. Um, It felt like it happened a long time ago. It's all a blur. It's all a blur now. Like. Like, I remember bits and pieces, and I look back at... I, that's why I think I also was, like... I, I don't want to give myself too much credit, but to stop and take pictures at points where I thought, like... You ever seen Rain Man? No. It's uh, Dustin Hoffman and Tom Cruise. Dustin Hoffman is his little brother. Who he oh, out. right, right, right. The and mathematician he's like guy. Autistic? He's autistic of some sorts. Yeah. So one thing he does is he takes pictures. Mm-hmm. And you don't find out till later. It's like it's like a memory thing for him. So oh, okay. Like, he's really shitty at taking pictures. Like he takes pictures like a moving highway sign, or like uh, a building upside down, or whatever. And you're finding. And so in the end, spoiler, if you look at the pictures, it's recapturing the story of when he meets his brother. Mm. So the highway to pick him up, the picture at the airport. It's just like it's really random. For it's like, it's like. Uh, if you went through someone's phone of someone who left their phone on in their pocket, mm-hmm. like they just that it just captures pictures for no reason. Like it's really shitty pictures, but for him, it's like it's the timeline. Mm. Okay. So, um, during the marathon, I did something like of that sort. Like I took a picture of the bridge. Okay. I took a picture, um, like climbing a specific hill. I took a picture, uh, uh, passing my, um my uh my late uncle's building in the bronx mm. like shit like that it's now i look back at it and it's i remember in an instant how i felt in that moment and it's like oh no nice. i was okay. just happy as fuck to be there it's like, like a fleshed out uh what do you call butterfly those? effect yeah kind of yeah. like that yeah yeah it's it's crazy bro it's so crazy i uh, like a fleshed out scrapbook of sorts yeah exactly nice okay. exactly that's cool so then, okay, so then it comes up mile 26.5, Central Park. Two. Is the crowd? Two. 26.2. Yeah. Okay, excuse me. No, Marathon school, man. School. I had to. No, I had to. No, I had to. Specifics, because, man. Because, check this out. If you did 26.3, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's an ultra. Oh, right, because anything above. Exactly. Oh, right, you did say that Boom. last time. So 26.5, you'd be an ultra marathon. 
the fucking the 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 so another thing i didn't bring it because i'm not gonna wear it now it's not even cold but they give you this post-race poncho and it's really like another jacket with no zipper Mm -hmm. and it says tcs marathon it doesn't say the year it's a really nice fucking poncho like it's a reusable poncho Mm. it's not like one of the flaky aluminum it's like just a big ass warm fucking jacket and do you need that once you're done hell yeah Hell yeah. Because yes. I remember that day wasn't that cold, actually. It's so fucking cold when you finish, bro. When you're drenched in whatever sweat. Like, I'm the type of person I need to get thrown water. Mm. Like, I need water on my head because I'm fucking, like, one, I'm exhausted. Mm. Two, I'm hot as shit. <laughs> Not physically, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Figuratively. Pause. <laughs> um, I dump water. But when you're done and you sit down and you cool down, okay, the water's getting cold. Mm. Your sweat's getting cold. You're wearing short shorts. Were you wearing short shorts? I don't remember. No, I was wearing... uh pum pum shorts? Uh, nah, fuck out of here. Um, Booty shorts? No. <laughs> the one that says pink on it. No. Um, <laughs> uh, pause. The, the, I was doing tights with shorts. So Okay, okay. Tight shorts, that. Dominican jersey. You get the Brooklyn. I had the jacket. I got so hot, I got rid of, like, I just tied the jacket, like, to me. I did see that, yeah. When I finished, I put the jacket on. I was freezing. Mm. I was like, yo, what the fuck? They make you walk another mile, bro, after you finish to get the fucking poncho. Really? Yeah. You would think they would have been better about that. Like, you finish in the park. They make you walk out of the park in the farthest exit. Mm -hmm. And then you walk down, like, 15 blocks. To go get that poncho. And it's like, why? Why would you do that to people? Like, Seems people, cruel. And, no, and, the, and the funny thing is, I had to take a picture. Like, I understand that. That's another thing I didn't understand. Why the fuck are there riddles of pictures of people that look like zombies in the shit ponchos? Mm-hmm. And then right after, it's a picture of people with the big poncho. It's because in that moment, I'm going to tell you, you're all fucking zombies. You're literally a shit in the shittiest condition you'll ever be you have nothing to cover you except like the the world's shittiest uh like aluminum poncho Mm. everyone's freezing no one says a word they're all tired and then they get the poncho and they celebrate because they go yes (laughs) now i'm fucking that's when the race finishes is when you get the poncho and not everyone gets it if you check your bag in you Mm. don't get the poncho if you don't bring anything with you, mm-hmm. and you you can opt for that, but that is like it's also like a keepsake. It's the probably the best souvenir you can ever get. You can't buy that. Well, you you got lucky. You had people with you. You didn't have to check anything in, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So. I mean, yeah, and even so, like my girlfriend, bless her heart, she bought fucking like a bunch of gels and shit. She thought I would was gonna use and none of it got (laughs) none of it came in handy like she bought one that's supposed to be like the best gel in the world Mm -hmm. with like 30 milligrams of caffeine and that shit probably dried me out so fast like i i felt miserable after i took i like ran i ran a little bit i took it at like mile 18 and i remember getting to the bronx and then the people in the Oh my god, yo! The people in the Bronx are wild. <laughs> they were out there twerking on runners and shit. <laughs> I swear, yo, it was amazing. It was amazing, bro. And then there they have the tent 
so you mentioned the you asking me about biofreeze. Right, right, right. Out there when you cross mm. to the Bronx, boom, big ass tent. And it's like a NASCAR. Like you see people running up and they ask you, where does it hurt? <laughs> my my knee. Psh, they spray you down and then they send you on your way. Mm. So it's just a quick like 10 seconds. By the time you're getting to the people cheering, you don't feel any more pain. So now you got people dancing merengue in the street. <laughs> you got people dancing dembo. You got people humping the floor. You got people like jumping over the gate doing like selfies and videos and and that you don't get that anywhere else bro hmm. that's that's new york like that i was i was proud to i'm proud to be to say like i ran that marathon because that energy is unfucking parallel like i wish i i can only hope any other race i do in the future is gonna have that energy because no I, I know no one is hmm. i know no one is but that's how it should be yeah like, if you go to fucking London, Berlin, Tokyo, China, South uh, South Africa, <laughs> Egypt, they got to fucking race through the desert in Egypt. Who's going to cheer you there? Well, the fuck, why would you do that shit? Why wouldn't you? Wait, like in the middle of the dead fucking desert? Yeah. Sand all you around? You run through the desert. How do you even run the desert? You run the desert the same way you run in the street. You run. Same exact way. And some of them, check this out. Some of them, some of them, they don't even have markers. So have, you can run the whole like you have, wrong direction. Mapped, you yeah, yeah. So that they put it on you to like like run hopefully in the right direction. Yep. You have to sign a death waiver before you start. What? <laughs> you have to. They don't. They don't give you the option. They don't let you do it if you don't. There's this uh, um, a Netflix show called Losers, <laughs> where I don't remember the guy's name. They followed the story of this guy who was from France who did this, like, it's like a seven-day-long race. Mm -hmm. They make him run through the desert. He gets lost, and he ends up <clears throat> what later he finds out to be a tomb. <laughs> and he fucking survives off of eating rats. In the tomb. In the tomb. And then he gets out and says, fuck it, I'm going to just try to go. And I think he gets picked up after running in the right direction after six days, no food, no water. And and they were presumed, he was presumed dead. No, it was more than six <laughs> days. It was more than six days because it was like, it was on the TV. Mm -hmm. And his wife was like, oh, I wasn't, I wasn't even waiting for the phone call after a few days because I figured if they didn't call me back to tell me that he was fine, <laughs> they were going to call me to tell me. She was like, I didn't want to pick up the phone because I, I thought it was going to be them saying, like, they found his body. Not that they found him. <laughs> so they was like, so he became, like, the world's most famous loser because he almost died doing this race. And that recognition got him so motivated to do it again that he did it this again. Idiot. He did it again, bro. He did it again, like years later. Did he get as lost? No, he came in like fourth place. <laughs> he because he ran through the desert and he was like, I know which way not to go now. Stupid fuck. I, I'd hope he would know by then. <laughs> no, and then the ending of the episode is so crazy. The ending of the episode, he goes back and revisits the places. The and tomb he and all him, that. And he takes like high def pictures. He was like, I was in that corner for three days. I bit a bunch of rats' heads off. I was <laughs> drinking their blood. I ate a bunch of like crickets and water bugs and blah, blah, blah. And he didn't know it was a tomb. But now you see like the ending 
pictures is yeah. like him smiling like oh like th- this is where i almost died <laughs> crazy shit bro was he white no he's french oh yeah you did say french ah they're weird enough you should check that episode i mean anyone that anyone that's intrigued by like those those uh expedition or like life runs i, I kind of like to call them life runs because it's like it's one of those races where <clears throat> you can risk life or death in them to complete them you don't hear people talk about those races though because they're one they're not as popular and two very very few people in the world decide to do them but the people that do yeah their stories are so fucking crazy and i think a lot of those people come from this they come from doing a race like this a race like new york yeah and they end up just getting like on a different level of of inspired and motivated to do something different to say, oh, I ran, I ran a hundred miles across the Sahara Desert. That shit sounds cool on paper. Yeah. But do that shit in real life, you you're gonna hate yourself. You're gonna hate yourself. I mean, that's something to brag about, like at Sunday brunch, perhaps. If you're a, if you if if on. you if you go up to someone who's like, I'm a triathlete, I did this, and it's like, I, I ran through the pyramids of Egypt. <laughs> I ran around the Eiffel Tower a hundred times. I ran through the entire state of Alaska in the coldest season <laughs> in pitch black darkness. And I, and I broke the world record time. That's something to brag about. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't, you can't match shit like that. No, but I mean, this is me speaking. I don't see the point to it though. Cause it's like running that long in the desert. What's the end goal of it though? Cause Pur- if you're signing your death waiver for it. Exactly. Purpose. A lot of people they come back saying they had the epiphany to uh what they believe the answer to life was when they do these races. Run like, the right the fucking direction. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean no. I, I would think I, I'm I'm gonna haul ass through Africa if they do like a run in like the Sahara or something. They're uh the Great Five. I'll give you I'll give you the name right now, the Great Five. What the fuck is that? You run through the five apex predators of Africa. Oh god. No cage. Stupid. No cage, and it's a marathon. You run through the Serengeti. Oh, that's the big water place, I think, or the water um, hole spot. Uh, I can't say for sure. I just remember seeing it online. Am I running near hippos? You run near hippos, lions. Oh, is shit. It, what is it? Hippos, lions. Rhinos. Rhinos. Um, cheetahs. You run past, like, two cheetahs. And elephants, I think. is a, a, Oh, elephants are okay. Elephants are dope. Yeah. Elephants are dope. We uh, what? I, I wouldn't mind running past an elephant. We went to a, zoo. was it a zoo? I never seen an elephant up close until like this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't either. Was it? A package. I can't journey. remember where, but yo, elephants are amazing to look at. Like, like I saw a fucking what was it? Like a sixty-five-year-old elephant. God damn, they live that long. Get, some of them, some of them do. Some of them do. They're just a little slower. <laughs> and apparently elephants think of, so the way we look at dogs yeah. is the way elephants look at people. Mm-hmm. So elephants are inclined to like be friendlier oh, to right. people okay. when they see them. So when people go to see them at the zoo, they're the fucking happy. They're like, oh my God, look at all these cute people. <laughs> oh my God. So cute. So cute. They're fucking always in a good mood. Smart as shit. Well, thank God something that big is in a good mood to see you. So imagine running through Africa where there's no cage, bro. 
You I get to know. fucking pet an elephant. He might run with you. Might chase you down. I mean, save your legs. Protect you from a fucking lion, <laughs> if need be. A, a lion is much less friendly looking to an elephant than than you are to an elephant. No, of course. So if you're running through Africa and you come across a lion who happens to think, all right, I'm going to chase this motherfucker down. This nigga looks slow as shit, right? The elephant might go, uh-uh, you're not going to hurt this dog. You're not going to hurt this pretty thing. The elephant will fuck that lion up for you. Oh, yeah, easily. And you won't even have to ask. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that, that, that to me is <laughs> worth doing the race right there. Just, just the opportunity to, to be able to see something like that. Put you it up on your stories. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I'm that dumb. See, and, that, and that's where the duality comes in. Are you that dumb to record it? Mm. Or do you keep running and tell the story? I mean, listen, there was plenty of those uh, during the marathon. Like, loan slow enough purposely just so they could record for the stories. Fucking idiot. <laughs> I fuck. I just hate when people stop. When you're in the fucking, when you're on a busy street in Manhattan and a tourist stops the the way, like, yep. stops the wave yep. of people to take a picture. Then they got to figure out their arm length, you know, I wanna, You know what I want to do height. one day? You know what I want to do one day and hopefully I don't get, like, punished terribly <laughs> in a terrible way by karma? The next time somebody does that shit, and right when they put their arm up, I'm just smack the shit out of the phone <laughs> and haul ass and haul ass, bro, and just haul ass. Well, you're a marathon runner. You should be able to get away fast enough. Hell yeah. No, they won't catch me. If it's, if it's based on distance, not speed, they're not catching me. They won't. I am scared that th- that's the thing. In Manhattan, there's a lot of runners, so you never know. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You on a sneak know. tip. But, but <laughs> at the end of the day, you might smack. The phone out of the fucking a guy who came from Italy to do the marathon. He just finished Boston like record time. Yo, he's gonna kill you, bro. Throws a peacoat off. Hey, motherfucker. You don't know who you whose phone you just smacked. I'll show you hauling ass. I finished top twenty in Boston. <laughs> oh shit. Shit. <laughs> I swear I seen a headline that says some shit like that. It was like cop uh what was it like a thief thief uh escaped cop in foot chase <laughs> later found to be marathon runner <laughs> he got away because the cop couldn't keep with the distance hey so cops as of late at least here you could probably tell too since you're in brooklyn they've been getting sluggish kind of <laughs> and sloppy and all schlubby looking it's cause they get the discount at dunkin donuts now exactly if you're a cop how are you not living it up with that bro i think See, and that's the thing with cops. It's like, you know, I want to, I respect them in all, in all. Yeah, yeah. And I there respect, are good ones, I respect, as they say. Absolutely, there are. I just feel so bad because the most that people can offer them, if they really don't care, is shitty food. Like, their diets are the worst because when they're working, yeah, they're getting food from the worst places. And half the time, because they're cops, they either get it discounted or cheaper. But if it's people you really give a fuck about, like if these are the people that are supposed to protect you, why aren't we like feeding them healthy shit then? I mean, I think a vegan cop would be more annoying though, or more propensity like beat your ass if it like he sees you like the halal cart too long. <laughs> <laughs> 
A vegan cop will arrest fuck. A vegan cop will arrest you just for having lamb. <laughs> He's like, I'll have the lamb with rice. Excuse me? Hands on the hands on the truck. Hands on the truck. You know what happened to that animal so you can get fed, you fuck. Same thing that happens to everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Pig. Can you imagine? I'm vegan, you fuck. Oh, I can't wait for that. When someone calls a cop a pig, he goes, I'm a vegan. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> Damn. That's probably how it starts. Oh, God. That's probably how it starts. Teenager shot 17 <laughs> times after calling a vegan cop <laughs> fucking pig. <laughs> the day that headline comes out is going to, that's going to that's gonna stir a lot of. I think that'd be a race war. Yeah. That's oh, it'll start it again. Yeah. It'll start Definitely. it again. <laughs> the day that shit happens, don't don't even ask me my opinion on that. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> cops, every it, well, first of all, the cops shouldn't get offended because the kid is, at this time is also a vegan. <laughs> 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 They're both vegans. That's the that's the irony in the joke. They're both vegans. <laughs> it's just that cops are usually called pigs. No, but then he'll be like, "Oh, it was dark. I couldn't tell his complexion, so of course he didn't look vegan." I saw a gun, but it was his keys. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've mistaken his keys. Yeah, he didn't fit the look gun. of a vegan like I did. Get the fuck out of here, bro. He wasn't tatted up from, like, neck to, like, wrist. Koi fish or something. <laughs> Floral patterns. I saw the koi fish. I thought he was a fish killer. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. What do we got? Uh, but no. yeah, uh, would you do the marathon again next year? And are you prepping for it next yes, year? Yes, no. So, absolutely. So, um... The the guys in charge of the marathon, New York Roadrunners, they, like I said, are perfect at monopolizing this, this whole, the sport of running. So the way you get into marathon is you either, um, you commit to raising a certain amount of money for a charity of choice. Mm-hmm. And they usually have like, like they have the number planned out before. And if you can't raise the money, you pay it out of pocket at the day of. Mm-hmm. Um, The other way is uh, a lottery entry, which they do like a window of like a month or two. You apply. Yeah. They pick your name out the hat. Hey, congratulations. You just got to pay the registration fee now. Mm -hmm. You're in. The other way is qualifying. Um, Qualifying is doing nine other races that in their umbrella qualifies you and then volunteering at one race. Mm -hmm. That gets you a... Uh, guaranteed entry. And I think you said you had to pay for each one of those races as well, too. Absolutely. So either way, it kind of breaks even. But like I said, the second thing they're good at is getting you ready. Mm-hmm. Because you doing those nine races, regardless, that's the good thing about it, is that there's so many races in the year that you don't have to do 10, 20 miles every time because it's oh. a marathon. You can just do nine three-mile races. Oh, you get to pick and choose the nine. Yes. So long as you do nine. Correct. You can pick from a slew of races, but some of them don't count. So okay. So it has to be nine qualifying, like you said. Nine qualifying, ah, right. Okay. So there could be like 100 races in like the year, but there'll be like eh, like 30 or 40 Okay. okay. to pick from. So something like that. Okay. Gotcha. So what I'm doing currently, uh, well, what I was doing before, <laughs> before I managed to... Um, uh, charity my way into marathon was I was doing the nine qualifier for 2020 the week uh, before the marathon I had to do a half marathon and then I have to do like a four mile race okay. and then in December I got like three more races three in December three in December okay 
so i'm back that's what i meant like like i took the week off mm -hmm. i reflected i'm grateful <laughs> i'm happy i celebrated i go right back to it now got it so in your experience would you recommend let's say a novice just picking up and running now in time for 2020 they start training now from when what do they do I will say it's already too late to do nine plus one, obviously, because we're in November. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to do nine within a calendar year. There's not even nine races left. Um, oh, really? There's not nine left. Oh, okay. Um, there's only four. I'm doing all four. Mm -hmm. The last race is literally at 11.59 on December 31st. It's a midnight run. So that's it. Once that's you're done it. with that Once, one. That's it. I'm in. So then if you did those nine already as of January 1st, you're literally prepping just for the marathon exactly uh -huh. so your question is would i recommend if a novice start training right now mm -hmm. to do it yeah if they can get in absolutely mm -hmm. it's worth the experience it's worth your time it's worth saying you did it and it is worth your money regardless of how much you spend for the races regardless of how much time you take to prep the only way it gets to be not enjoying like not uh enjoyable not enjoy it thank you <laughs> not enjoyable is when you stress about it mm -hmm. you can stress about how sore you are and you can stress about you know the idea that you feel like you're not going to go as fast mm -hmm. but that does not matter because <clears throat> when you wake up assuming you slept <laughs> on the day of the marathon and you get to that fucking bridge after that long ass ferry ride and that long ass wait that's actually the worst part, I, and I can I can um, attest. I can thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I can attest to that. The okay, worst part, the worst. Fuck you. <laughs> your Brooklyn showing so bad. The the um. <laughs> the worst part of the marathon is getting to the start line. Mm. That's the one thing everyone agrees upon because it's they make you get up two hours early to use the transportation you selected to pick to get to Staten Island. Okay. But you don't start regardless. They'll, they'll have you on the Island by seven o'clock. Okay. And it doesn't matter. You're going to be on the Island for four fucking hours, freezing your ass off. Really? Yes. That's the worst part of it. When you start all of that shit just disappears. Mm. But like, I had to be up at 5 a fucking m, 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. to then I can't drive there, obviously. Um, and they close off the island after a certain time. So they don't even let cars in. Ah, uh, okay. So I had to get up at 5 a.m., take the train to the Staten Island Ferry to wait for my appointed time to take the fucking ferry. Get on the island by 7.30 and then wait till 10.20 to start. That was the worst part of it. Hmm. When that's just, when they said three, two, one, bang, shot off a fucking cannon and a bunch of confetti goes in the air. You guys are now doing the New York Marathon. And then they fucking put Frank Sinatra of all people. Uh. New York, New York. Nah, I love that song. Whoa, yeah. I love that. I'm a Yankee fan too, so. That's the anthem. Mm, mm, mm. When you're crossing that bridge and you hear dun, 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 hype is a fucking uh, all all of that shit goes away. Mm. But before that is the worst. So the experience alone, the experience alone is worth it. And you'll have so many more uh, so much support 
if you commit to it. Like I said, like the family members and, and people that have hit me up since then, it's just it's unbelievable because um, to them, it's such a feat that it's it's very challenging. And in reality, the New York Marathon is probably the one the one marathon you don't have to train for. Mm. Like you can do it. It's just pe- people mentally put it on this pedestal. That's like it's fucking the worst because yeah you drive through it every day you walk by it every day it is hard to navigate through um the streets can be unforgiving mm-hmm. but it's not the worst race it's not the hardest race i've ever done it is long mm-hmm. and that the the roads are going to kick your ass but the people and that experience i'm telling you all of it all of it dissipates all of the negative anything dissipates um so for a novice to do that um and commit to it i mean you're gonna get so healthy too uh and it's gonna provide mental clarity as well i mean just to make just in terms of making life and work and career choices it's like so much easier when you implement running as a as a routine thing in your life Mm -hmm. and everything else also becomes more enjoyable i don't need to drink as much as i used to because of running i don't need to uh eat as much as i do because Mm -hmm. of running you know, so it cardiovascular wise, you're, it's going to be amazing. If you want to get into swimming, if you want to get into anything endurance related, you're good to go. Mm. So as a novice, I should say, yeah, absolutely fucking do it. I mean, if you can't get into 2020 with the lottery, go for 2021. And while you're at it, bring some friends along because mm. that makes it even better. You, it's, it's easier to distract yourself while you're having a conversation. And just be talking shit like we like us right now. Yeah, I could have you run 13 miles and you won't even register that how far it is until we get to the end point. But if you do that, though, that that's a question I got. Then, so if let's say that's the case, you have someone running right next to you, though. I'm so like winded when I used to run back when. Yeah. Like I'm so winded at, at a certain point. I'm <laughs> how do I get a word out? You run at a conversational pace. So you're not running fast enough to the point where you're gassing to try to speak and have to catch your breath at the same time. You don't run that fast. Oh, okay. That's a conversational pace is a is is going slow enough that you can talk, but fast enough that you're not walking. Mm. So just above a walk, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to, and it's not about it's not about how fast you go either. Because I feel bad, like, when they used to, like, pop in during a marathon with, like, the reporters. They'd mm-hmm. catch a celebrity. They'd have to, like, actually run at that pace, too. Yeah, yeah. She's, like, kind of heavy set, so she's, like, winded, like, after, like, the second question <laughs> so already. How, how do you feel about actually being here exactly. rep- <laughs> representing the McDon- McDonald's Foundation? It's like, oh, I'm feeling great. Uh, and, the, and the fucking, what's crazy is the runners always have enough air. Yeah, it, because like, and, it's, and it's also a zone. It's also a zone thing. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's one of those things where once you're warmed up, once you get going, um, it's not you don't it doesn't process like that anymore. It's not until something goes wrong in in the area of that of that like preparation or in the area of like you needing something that you start to feel anything. Like if you're dehydrated, then you start to feel you know, crampy. If you haven't had any breakfast and your stomach starts to hurt because, you know, it's trying to burn fat off, then that's different. But like 
also you get a bunch of free shit on the way like mm-hmm. i've probably ate more snacks during that race than i have in my entire training i know they emphasize that they consume thirty-two thousand bananas throughout That's the whole run wild no like but people like people came out like in in fucking uh in bensonhurst these guys set up a table that's a fake water table and the guy had on a heineken shirt and he goes <laughs> i got that water and he had fucking red cups they don't even give you red cups in the oh race. of course yeah he had red cups filled with heineken bro at mile three <laughs> he was trying to get people tipsy by mile three i'm like yo fuck you bro <laughs> like that's the worst and then i told him maybe at the next one He's like, yo, take one, take one. He saw me. He's like, oh, you're Dominican. You like to drink. It's <laughs> like, that's one, that is very offensive. Two, I mean, no, that's stereotypical. And two, do you have <laughs> another table in a few miles? I'll stop at that one. And of all things, I'll offer you Heineken, too. Yeah. No, a cold Heineken is a cold Heineken on a, on a day that you're ah, running. I can't drink Heineken. You say that now, but after. No, I say that from experience. I don't like Heineken. Try, try it after a long ass run. You might feel different. Well, you know. You might if I'm in Brooklyn, you know, I got to run from something eventually. <laughs> there you go. And one thing one thing I can say post-marathon that's really dope is mm. that a lot of the people that came out or a lot of people that saw it, now seeing me being able to say that I've done it, they've gotten now inspired to start training for it, including, okay. including Manny. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> you know what I mean? It just, I mean... <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on. That's what I'm saying. Manny? <laughs> so remember how i said you can do nine plus one lottery yeah. or charity okay he put his name down for the lottery okay so he didn't win yet he's no, in the drawing but he can possible but he can they haven't said no officially yet and a lot of people have already gotten no's he's not gotten a no yet oh so he did that based off your strength that you actually he saw it. me do it and the next day he sent me the application like this the, motherfucker the confirmation i'm like i don't think you know what you're doing like he <laughs> saw me run bro and the thing is at the thing is like towards the end this bitch is gonna run in bands of all things just to keep up his image <laughs> oh, yo bro i had to do it in the bands oh man <laughs> he said in bands i would feel so bad bro i'll get him you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna wait for him at the finish line with the wheelchair <laughs> that's what i'm gonna do if he decides to no, you can't run him. You cannot do that shit in bands. No, they'll be they'll be burnt by the time you finish. <laughs> for sh- no, for sure, that's a guarantee. You ever see that thing that um vans? No matter from what angle you throw them at at the floor, they'll land like face up, or like bottoms that down. That can't be true. Now I saw it was like a compilation video, but someone they all kept throwing vans at whichever angle they could, and they kept landing like laces up because like of straight, the bot- like like on yeah. the display. Like they're on your foot, right? No way, that's crazy. Somehow, some way, like the bombs are made of some fucking sort of thing. That's wild. So then that would be torture on your feet at some point because the bombs have to be like built with something like. Well, no, because it's designed as it's designed as a skateboard shoe, right? So right, it's made to just grip that fucking like I don't know acrylic or whatever material on top of. I don't board. know. Vans seem like suicide or running. They are. No, they are. And that's the thing. That's the problem I had as a kid is I was running in whatever fucking stupid ass shoe I had. <laughs> I didn't have any running shoes as a kid, like real running shoes. So I'm making up for that now. <clears throat> no, for real. Like I, I, 
I I would be much faster in uh, like, and it's not to say that the shoe is doing all the work, but to use the shoe that the the elite guys are using, yeah, you have to have a certain strength in your feet. Basically, basically, your feet have to be strong enough to wear that shoe. I'll just say it like mm. that. Um, the way you work out your feet is using the right things. Mm. So there's no there there are exercises you can do to build up on strength but um not everyone can wear those shoes so it's tough to kind of think about like oh okay i'm gonna use the world the guy who ran the fastest marathon in the world i'm gonna wear his shoes my feet won't even let me fucking wear them because they like turn your feet into a different direction Uh so you have to build up to that Um, okay okay so as a kid because of not having that knowledge of saying, okay, let me do this right. Let me let me do these workouts. Let me stretch. Let me wear the right shoes. Now I have to make up for that mm. in training. In training when it matters. I have to buy a shittier pair of shoes with <laughs> a good pair of insoles and wear the right pairs of socks. Oh, shit. So that I can now build up to hopefully wearing those shoes. I was going to ask you that, too. Did you run in socks or no? Oh, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking? Of course, I ran in socks. I don't know. Maybe you like white people I, run I, without socks on half the time. That was a Dominican joke. You were going for a Dominican joke. No, I, I swear I wasn't. But it sounds like you were. No, no, no. I ran in socks. I ran. So the the brand offered the brand gave me the whole suit. So oh, okay. I wore, I wore everything except the. Sh- I told them I'm wearing this shirt. Are they like performance enhanced socks of some sort? Mm-hmm. Or yep. How does that work with those kind of socks? They are compressive around the feet. So ah. it allows for easier blood flow. Mm. That helps with swelling, inflammation. They put cushion in certain areas where you your feet are more likely to uh con uh make more contact with the ground. Okay. So they don't feel as tired. Mm. They take out cotton because cotton uh causes friction. Friction causes blisters. Blisters is the number one injury in runners. Mm. And some of them also can help with controlling the temperature so your feet don't get hot mm-hmm. your feet don't sweat that also causes friction they cause um and they help with overall performance mm. of how much your foot like your foot activity i guess you can say mm. there well, are such things as performance enhanced socks it's true all sock of technology sock technology it gets deep it gets the de- it gets deeper the more you learn about it um but it's not fucking make believe which is crazy like i learned half the shit at the store when i started like i didn't know i needed a pair of insoles for my feet until i started working there and they told me like yo your feet are flat as a pancake i'm like that's good right they're like uh no no (laughs) like for real and they put a pair of insoles that should change everything now i have like 17 pairs of insoles one in each fucking shoe that i'm running in and it makes a hell of a difference when I get uh, however many miles into a race and, my f- and everything except my feet feel tired. <laughs> so I can complain about my shoulder, my stomach, my back, but my feet are, are not stopping. Well, that's good. You need to save your feet for future marathons and future endeavors, of course. Bro. But, no, but listen, I'm fast. China, I'm coming for you. <laughs> China, I'm going to shout out the races <laughs> I got. Berlin, I'm coming. <laughs> Tokyo. I'm coming. 
Where, where, where else? I wonder, uh, I wonder if in Berlin they chase you down with like Frankfurters or something. Check this out. Hmm. The one of the checkpoints, I think, right before the finish line, you go through where the Berlin Wall was. Oh wow, that's yes. cool. Yes, you get to break through the wall, <laughs> physically and literally. You get to run through the wall because the term, you know, the term. I mean, I'm sure you heard of the term, right? The wall. Yeah. Yeah. So they put it at the distance where everyone hits it. Oh shit! Okay. So they have to break through it. <laughs> Crazy shit, bro. Breaking down all kinds of walls. Breaking down all kinds. Equality. <laughs> London's a big one. I like to do London. Boston, Boston is so Boston. It likes to hail itself as the most prestigious, but <sighs> it's also the fucking hardest one to qualify for. Really? Why is that? Their system is you have to run fast enough. So. Uh, oh, and to clear up, New York doesn't have a cutoff. Like, I think the latest you can finish in is at 10 p.m. Because there are people still running out there. No way. Yeah. The the last girl, I think, finished in like, yeah, like 12, 13 hours. It was like a chick who was fighting, was, was having a tough battle with obesity. And it was her first marathon. That's on her, then. What the fuck is she doing running no, fat? No, but she did it. No, that's not, that's not the point, bro. She did it. A chick, like... 250 300 plus pounds said i'm gonna do a marathon because i want to get healthy 300 plus pounds she fucking did it but that's terrible that's like suicide on the <laughs> ligaments <laughs> bro fuck all that fuck all that you gotta think about you gotta think about it from this perspective everything i told you about energy everything i told you about the experience is double for her yeah, but who the fuck is left for her there when she's done oh oh what the oh, park cleaners i didn't i i wasn't there but it's a it's another party the finish line, the finish line at night is an entire, it's basically the beginning and the end all combined. It's everyone who's ever wanted to do a marathon, everyone who's ever done a marathon, everyone who has felt the feeling of pure bliss and joy, feeding that into the person who's, who's running. They, the people that are finishing at that time have no choice but to break down and cry because they, feel overwhelmed <laughs> they feel overwhelmed with like positive hmm. energy then you got the guy who started the fucking company the ceo or the owner or the and he or sticks the, around and he goes and gives her a hug and gives her her medal with her time and her name on it which you have to pay for they don't even do that they give her her medal and they go ladies and gentlemen may i present to you our new new york city marathoner and they call her by her first name you know what that feels like, bro? Just imagine that. Imagine you being obese or fighting with obesity and them celebrating you doing that shit. Like celebrate, not, not celebrating you <laughs> and 60,000 people. Okay. Like literally putting you on the, pe on the podium and saying you did the, one of the hardest things anyone can ever do as a runner. Mm, okay. I guess I can see. That is, that is crazy. Hmm. And, that, and that's why New York is New York. That's why. Mm -hmm. People fucking love this marathon, bro. That's why it's going to be here forever. <laughs> forever. As long as there's people around and as long as people like to run, New York Marathon is going to be a thing forever. But then what about in the near future? What it seems like, because you've seen the tech in Boston, like those scientific labs, they got the side. The, 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 the robots? The robots the are doing parkour and like backflipping I don't know shit. why the fuck that exists because people are stupid. Like. You have all these directors and all these nerds that made movies telling you robots are basically the worst idea in the world. 
And yet you have these fucking people who suggest that making robots is probably the best thing we can do to make our lives easier. Why would I need a robot to pick up a box for me? <laughs> Why would I need a robot to tie my shoes? Why would I need a robot to fucking open my laptop? I don't need a robot for that. These fucking people keep fucking with shit they shouldn't be fucking with. And it's so stupid. Like, that is why human the human race. That's why I say if there's still people around. Yeah. And when then I said if there's pe- people around, <laughs> it's because there's people trying to fuck with the original law of just just being human. Just accepting that we're human, that we're a certain type of people that we're man-made or whatever, like we're just part of the earth and that fucking with shit outside of that is going to cause problems. Before getting to that realm, I'm thinking of when we're going to see the first, let's say, newly cut, I guess, female, quote-unquote, that used to be a man (laughs) trying to run in the women's marathon too. Wait, what? Like, you know how they got the athletes now. They like They used to be a man, now they're a woman, and now they're like competing in like weightlifting and shit. Like trans trans runner? Right. But I'm trying to see like when that happens in the marathon. Like, yeah, I used to be a man like two months ago, but I'm a woman now, so I want to run with the women and try to break that record. Oh, like elite oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Um to ah, uh, well to be f- I don't think that would have as many complications as you think. As you're as you think they might. Hmm. Because you you gotta be talking about basically they're 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 not too far off in terms of the system, in terms of the build. Like, if you take an elite man and an elite woman, they're both just as lean. They're both just they're you're not gonna get like a bodybuilding guy running in first place. Well, he'll be lighter because he'll have less equipment. He'll be snipped off. You but know? but more aerodynamic. But someone who has that much muscle mass wouldn't be as fa- uh wouldn't run as long a distance. That's why they have the mass. What if he's African? They're not I'm telling you they're not big, bro. I'm telling you they're fucking pixie sticks. They're but, super skinny. But then he goes lighter without his dick and his balls and he runs and he's like a female. <laughs> that's not how that works. And they they got no tits anyway, so then that's what's the not difference? How that works. And he shaves down bald completely like I'm I'm good. I'm a, I'm a woman now. I'm a woman. I want to run. That's not how that works. It's more aerodynamic. That more airflow down there too. It's like less restricting. He's got the booty shorts already well, too. To, well, women also complain about sports bras never being correct, like correctly made for 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 runners. Like that's one of the biggest complaints. Is like this sports bra doesn't fuck with my titties. <laughs> so if a for a trans, forgive me if I get this wrong, trans woman to try to become an elite it doesn't matter they're both there's no way to cheat the idea of training correctly for a marathon Mm. your body's going to change into the way it's supposed to so for a trans woman god damn it i hope i'm getting that right for a trans woman to try to go into elite it's no longer about the the biology of hormones and things like that Mm. it's all about the muscles and tendons and nerves those are going to go through the same process if it's just because it was uh assigned male at birth doesn't mean that it won't change with the hormones n- in the now new life as a woman mm. you know what i'm saying like mm. like like that person will still shrink down to the same size as the faster assigned at birth woman 
who's went, who's like fast as fuck. Mm. They're, they won't be one and the same. There's no way to cheat that. That's There's a good no point. way to cheat that. Now, as like if you talk about other sports, absolutely, like fighting, like UFC and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that's different. Like they talked about. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. talked about that before. Actually, I, I forgot where I saw that. Like, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of interesting um, articles about that, actually. Like, if you look into, like, the rules and regulate, There's, like, a... I forgot what fucking website had it, but it was, like, talking about, like, um, a trans woman wanting to get into UFC. Mm-hmm. But it was, like, a... It was... Um, it, used to be a man, It was a man that used to be, like, middle heavyweight. Right. It's, like, that's fucking abuse. Exactly. If you let that happen. So, so those guys, they have the paper that says you're your HGH or your level of this certain hormone or this certain thing has to be at this number. Mm-hmm. So for that, for, for that person, it would be too high. They yeah, would yeah, have yeah. to. So that's it's. So with running, it's following the same system It's you, you have to hit that number. Mm-hmm. But, and yeah, that's a good point. I mean, running, I guess would be the one realm where it's kind of hard to even pull that off. Exactly. Or it's not so unbalanced. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, even if you were a trans woman, trans man, you're probably still not going to be faster than the person that's been training. True. Like, fuck all the weights you lift. <laughs> They're going to smoke you regardless. Yeah. So, um, but I mean, if you can, and you know what? Like, that's also going to be um, a great day to be a runner, too, because the sport, the reason why it's so big is because from the beginning, it was already inclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, Fred LeBeau. The guy who started New York uh, New York Marathons, rest in peace, the first thing he said was, I don't give a fuck who you are or what you look like. You can run my race. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like a tra- So in today's day, I mean, back then you didn't hear anything about anyone trans. But he basically said, all of you qualify. You, all of you can do it. There, I don't say no to anybody. Mm. So... From that alone, it's like you can do it. It doesn't matter. I mean that that'd be the next. I would think at least that would be the next thing before eventually people start getting like cybernetically enhanced and like bionic feet or whatever just to run a marathon, or like limbs replaced just because. Well, of- you got those people that have suffered like injury, like at war, or lost them in like an accidental thing, and then they get replaced with like those components. But again. It's not about that. There's there's no way to cheat it. Mm. There's no way to cheat it. If your heart can't handle the marathon, nothing that your body does will mm. matter. If your heart and lungs and fucking ma- and br- the biggest the biggest thing you can do to get to to try to do what you're saying is change your mindset. Mm. If you can't alter your mindset to believe that you can be the fastest runner, that you can do the marathon, that you can win, then it won't it won't correspond it won't correlate with what you're doing i mean listen i'm just talking about like we're getting to the point technologically enough i hope we live to see the, i'm older than you obviously too. no no i hope you do too motherfucker. i want to I, I want to do podcasts <laughs> till i'm 199 you know what I'm i hope we live to see the day where i think you mentioned something along the lines of bill burr saying that in his special that we get the download, you know, we can keep the same body if we like but we get the download and install the plugins for a new okay. pussy I didn't say that, but okay. You know, we we try if, to keep the relationship possible, alive. If it's possible, I would like to see that technology. Download the plug for brand new pussy. Like you if know, you, <laughs> I'm in a move Asian tonight. Let's see how that feels yeah, like. That would be so wild. 
Let's let's excursion so, out so to Africa. So How's that feel like? So <laughs> I want some pussy that just ran off some hippos, or, you know, fresh out the Sahara Desert. Or whatever. I forgot that we talked about that. I feel like an idiot. No, so you're saying it's just one sex toy, and then you download a new. Well, let's say this. How about new, if we play a new like vagina every time? What if we play like Weird Science, like that old ass movie? Um, I think Kelly LeBrook. Some piece of ass from back when, like, was like the chick <laughs> that these two nerds like experimented on. They blew their faces off, and then all of a sudden, they made the perfect girl. Whatever. But let's say they make that point where you can keep the same for the sake of relationships, you know, whatever. Keep them happy. Uh, you just download a new plugin for the pussy. Well, that's not cheating. Well, I, I oh, we gotta, well. We would have to discuss that first now, right? But then in exchange, they get to, like, fantasize about, like, it's the same dick, I guess, they deal but with. But that's, isn't that, isn't that cheating? Well, so, no, because So I'm going to play, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the, I'm going to play the human role. So you're saying you want to live long enough to find a sex toy that you can alter it to be, to be basically a different person every time. In right? the pussy. It's just, just, okay, so you want, so you want the whole body. It's my same girl. But a different, oh, you're st- <laughs> Just, we're fine tuning and tweaking the pussy. Okay, so I just same feel person, like, what's, same what's person J-Lo's every time. Pussy like? Same time, same person. Every, oh, I get what you're saying. Same person, same display, altering same altering the vagina. Mm-hmm. Uh because someone's working on that somehow. If some she's way. cool with that, I think that's crazy because it'll keep things <laughs> fresh. I guess, like exactly, it'll, it'll keep things interesting. Exactly, and in exchange, if she wants to, and she's like. Uh, well, Savvy enough, she downloads a dick program. Like, what's so, Vin Diesel's so, cock feel like? So, but you guys, so you guys would never be fucking each other. That's the thing. That's well, I, I that's mean, like on the, the weekend com- thing, whatever. What's <laughs> a week? What's a week? Like, yo, so on day night we'll go out to a new restaurant. We'll like meet each other again. Yeah, it's <laughs> so role playing it. Or like in Modern Family, you ever that's, watch that? That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Or like, you ever watch Modern Family? Yeah. Like, remember when Phil like role plays with like Claire about like he's um, oh yeah 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 he's the guy whatever the spy whatever speaker salesman whatever yeah and they get too into it like that like you could pretend that yeah so role play role play into a new date night where you eventually end up having sex with a new person but it's just the same that's a cute idea because they already got that with VR like the VR headsets you like imagine the porno but you can't have sex in VR that's the thing unless you have. So what uh, what I do appreciate about VR is that you can wear the goggles mm-hmm. but still have real sex with a real person. Right. That's pretty close. I mean, the if anything the only issue I have with your plan is that it might feel like unless you really love each other <laughs> that you're just with each other to fuck different people all the time. Virtually or no, no, no. We're talking about the cybernetic. App. We're talking about the app where you, where yeah. you're, you're saying like change it every time. Right, right, right. So, if you're always doing it with a different person, why are you with the same person? Person. I mean, having to hunt for a new body is like you know, <laughs> that's stressful. <laughs> a new host body. This thing is lazy. He just wants to fucking. Because listen, I mean, we got those real dolls ain't you know advanced enough, but they're still creepy <laughs> enough where I don't want to. Like plunge five thousand on that. I think it's ten. Bill Burr said it's ten. I I think I seen for five. I, research purposes only. I I just oh, of I course saw five. no of course yeah of course. you know how much you got saved up for that oh you know I'm getting there <laughs> if 
I get this new job I'm hoping for, you know, hey, let's see. <laughs> Bro, he's, we're not going to have another podcast for months. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to come back. All right. I did the review. Pussy's fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's bad now because it still blows up the spot. They still come in these huge crates. Like a whole special truck has you to come in. You can't Amazon that and not be obvious. It's got you got to get a forklift <laughs> off the truck to like get guys into gonna be the like, door. Yo, this was a really heavy uh, uh, package. What did you get? It's like a uh, uh, dresser, <laughs> <laughs> all set. Cabinet. I got a cabinet. <laughs> I got an armoire. You, I gotta mind your fucking business. <laughs> I'll sign the paper. Get out of my face. That was one of the jokes he did too. He's like, he's like, uh, he was making the so he was. Actually, so I don't want to blow it. Spoilers, if you haven't seen Paper Tiger. And also, if you haven't seen it, you don't like comedy because you suck. <laughs> um, one of the jokes was he was expl- he was going to talk about robots, but he goes, before I talk about robots, let me take you back to the blow-up doll. Now, <laughs> some of you fucking people are too young to remember. If you Thank wanted God. a blow-up doll, yeah. you had to go to the fucking store. You, didn't, you couldn't Amazon it. You couldn't be like, I'm going to fuck that. And you don't know what it is. You had to go to the store. You had to go the early morning when no one was there and park like behind the building so people don't see your car. And then go home and blow it up slowly so you don't wake the neighbors. And God forbid you got caught, then you had to call your mom before they called and told her that they caught you. And be like, Mom, I'm sorry. I'm moving to Alaska. I'm sorry I let you down. And shit like that. So now... He was like, he was like, that used to be the norm. Like people used to think, oh, that's fucking weird. Like, why would you want a blow up doll? Fast forward to now, it's ten thousand dollars for like the realest robot that you can have do stuff, but also fuck. Yeah. And hey. he's like, and he's like, so check this out. I mentioned blow up doll. You guys all laugh. Oh, it's hilarious. I mentioned ro- a ten thousand dollar robot that you can fuck, and it's dead silent. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, where the fuck does it end? Like, we're going to fuck each other into extinction. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. And then they're going to then they're going to rise up and and, yeah, own and, us as, and own us as pets in the in the in the zoo. Pretty much. Yeah. We'll be the ones on the leash. I don't think that's far off, bro. Because people like I said, people keep fucking with robots. And I forgot who said it, too. But like as soon as new technology develops or, you know, becomes like eye-opening enough where we all get exposed to it the first people or the first field that tampers with it is like porn or the sex industry of some sorts too (laughs) vr they jumped on that quick i thought it was i thought it was wild that people can mold their or like women can mold their vaginas into a toy oh yeah and make millions of them and then sell and go if you want to fuck me buy my toy (laughs) so they never have to have sex again and they're still getting paid for it yeah that's insane already. That alone is enough to be like. That is. That's crazy technology. But no, let's fucking make a robot. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. I, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. It's crazy. I just feel like there's no need for for certain technology to do certain things. Like, we should just be fucking grateful that we can have drones. <laughs> like, drones are dope, right? Yeah. Before it was what the RC car, the car you had to stay within a distance to see. Now you can control a whole fucking plane mm-hmm. with a camera on it and bring back the footage. You can get fucking skyline footage in New York City if you had a license. Yeah, 
and then use that footage to sell whatever the fuck you want. Or mm. like use the footage and just be like, oh, this is like my footage. <laughs> I was this high. It's like, no, you, you fucking did it with a drone. Sex robots and all this deviant stuff. Maybe let's leave that alone for now because I think we're still far off from it being convincing. You still have to prop the robot to like look at you in the eyes and like hold the position you well, want. Because then you even... do a missionary, then you flip it to doggy style. You have to like shift her down, move her arms, <laughs> bend the elbow. So, so okay, so we're prop gonna, her up. so basically we're gonna they're gonna design a robot until you you get to the point where you just say the position and then it gets into it. And then it starts whirring and buzzing. No, it doesn't buzz. It doesn't buzz. This no, the, the first the first the models one point two, one point three, they're gonna start. That's doing not gonna that. be awkward. You fucking getting that version and and then saying missionary and then it like or like you have to be loud enough. You have to be loud enough because you can't whisper yet. So you have to be like missionary, <laughs> and then it's like. Did you say doggy style? Exactly, and then it responds like awaiting your command, master. Your input, please. Right, 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 right. <laughs> like, fuck all that shit. I I am cool with technology, like. So like headphones, microphone, like shit with music, shit with music every day is crazy. Yeah. Um, things you can make beats on, like uh, now, not, bro. We went from being able to play, like playing PlayStation as kids, to now being able to make a beat with the fucking PlayStation controller. Yeah. That that to me is like wow. I was so trash on that PSP game, the Legend Made Beats. I bought it just for that purpose. Like, yeah, I'm gonna be a beat maker. <laughs> Fuck Timbaland. <laughs> and I was trying to do that shit. I just threw that disc out one day. I said, Fuck this. Damn. Worst forty dollars I spent. Because <laughs> I'm so stupid. Shit. <laughs> Couldn't get the metronome right or nothing. Bro, we didn't have smartphones when we were kids. No. We had to text. We had to hit the number. We had to hit the dial number. Remember we had to hit the numbers? <laughs> like on a flip phone, you had to hit the number three times to get a letter. The physical button. And that's button. how you used to text. Yeah. Bro, peep, you don't have to type anymore. You oh, can thank just... God. Now the iPhone update, they got the swipe feature now. Like the Android's been having. Right. But I'm saying you don't even have to. You can tell Siri text this person saying blah, 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 blah. And then it'll just do it. You don't even have to text anymore. Mm. Like where? how lazy do you want to get? That's the problem with technology. It makes people lazy. It makes things easier, sure. But the whole purpose of why humans are so good at certain things, it's because they're fucking using their body to do it. Mm. The human body's not supposed to be stagnant for so long. That's why it goes to shit. You put on weight when you don't move enough. It's gonna be like a real life version of Wally. That's exact. That we're is, gonna get to that. That is the future. Wally is a sign. Mm-hmm. Disney. You know why? <laughs> you know why they started streaming Disney, bro? Because they said nobody watched Wally. Wally didn't reach a billion dollars in the box office. <laughs> Fuck them. Let's charge them to watch Disney movies. That's what happened. Wally is actually probably the closest, I think, to a legit future in which people are fucking fat, obese, eating <laughs> bullshit food, and not living on Earth. Like, and we fucked up on Earth. And we right, fucked that up bad. Earth on top. It's a garbage planet. Mm-hmm. And we're already there. We're yeah. already there. The people, luckily, the people of this generation give a fuck. The problem is that the people from the previous generation don't. Hmm. You got a lot of, I mean, you got a few. You got a few. I mean, Leo DiCaprio gave like a he's couple a, of millions. Nah, he's a real one. He's, yeah. he's, I thought like, I came across him a few years ago. Mm. I thought it was bullshit. I'm like, he doesn't give a fuck. He, he plays the bad guy in half the movies. <laughs> but literally, like, he wins the award and goes, the water level in Brazil is seven feet higher than it was. 
Hmm. Over 30,000. This is his award, like his award acceptance speech is like giving bad news and saying like, we got to stop fucking around. We're the planet, like the planet is dying. Speaking of Leo DiCaprio, actually, um, I don't know if you ever saw the article or heard the rumor that initially the Joker movie that you wanted to touch on briefly, at least. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But Scorsese was supposed to do the Joker initially, and they only did that. Warner Brothers tried to get him on ship, uh, on board, I mean, excuse me, Titanic, mm-hmm. of course, because they thought he'd be linked <laughs> to Leo. <laughs> they'd be linked to Leo to have him do the Joker. So Leo would could so possibly he could have been one. They were trying to snatch him up right to potentially have him be the Joker. I'm glad they didn't. Exactly, I was I'm thinking glad that they too. Didn't. I think he would have encapsulated on his more evil side, mm-hmm. but trying to fit that role of the personality that Joaquin fucking eviscerated, like mastered. Yeah, I don't think Leo can do that. Leo is a great personality for someone angry. Yeah. Already He's, the Joker. He would have been great at that. Like, like he could have been, you know who would have been? A, he could have made, like, a good, actually, I don't even know. Because Heath also had the personality. He wasn't angry. And Jack Nicholson was a fucking, like, a Joker. Like, mm-hmm. he was just, <laughs> everything was a fucking He had joke. the grin, so. Everything was a joke to that motherfucker. And that, that, that one was perfect, too. I can't believe I even saw that one. That one, I was just, that one I saw, like, recently. Mm. And I'm still scared. Really? Because when you think about it, Jack Nicholson in real life is a is a crazy motherfucker. Yeah. For him to play that role at a younger age with the face he had and then having that grin is pretty scary. True. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you saw a Heath or a Joaquin in real life, you wouldn't be as scared. No. Until you realize like who you're standing in front of. That's the terrifying aspect. With Leo, it's like you're gonna hear this motherfucker coming from a mile away. He's gonna be yelling, "I fucking, I fucking, you popped my balloon!" Some type of <laughs> shit like that. He's gonna be yelling the whole movie. Yeah, so I think he would have been a better like mature Joker, not the origin story of also, Joker. Also, he, he doesn't look good skinny. Joaquin <laughs> yeah. lost a shit ton of weight for that role. Yeah, and big ups to him for that. Because aside from like UFC fighters like cutting weight for fights. That those transformations still to this day shock me. Like, I, have you ever seen The Machinist with Christian Bale? Heard about. I saw the images when he lost the weight, though. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, night and day. That's he, and I think he did that right he, after Dark Knight, right? Or? He did it before. He put before. the weight back on, bro. Oh wow. Okay. He put all that solid weight back on. Wow. Crazy. And then and then he let it go and got fat for some other role. Like, mm. there's a t- a timeline of that. Like, across those movies, and those were in like the span of ten years. He could have died doing The Machinist, bro. Yeah. He was at an unhealthy weight. Like, no water in his system. No, barely any food in his system. He was able to touch, like, ribs, stomach touch ribs type shit. Like, he does it in the movie. Like, he looks in the mirror, mm. and he, like, pretends, like, he, like, gets in, like, these skeletal, like, impressions. And it looks so weird. He looks like a fuck. I, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, an Auschwitz fucking prisoner mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. those people when you see images of yeah how starved and deprived that's what he looked like hmm. so i'm just like yo for him to be that committed to to lose that weight and unsafely lose that weight it's like sometimes these actors like they go through some shit 
Yeah, but that's the level of commitment they got when you're that, I guess, talented and, that scale. And you gotta respect the craft, like yeah. regardless of the if, if if the actor turns out to if the movie's a hit or a miss, like you gotta big up the actors for for enduring what they have to endure to get there. So with Joaquin, the mindset, the trauma of the experience, the the rejection from everybody, mm. and then basically just being. Uh, like just beat everywhere he went type shit that's a lot even just to act like that person it's 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 easy to see why someone like that would snap yeah of course so it puts it into perspective um a lot of people i talked to about the movie didn't like that it was a mental health buzz Mm -hmm. but i think it's necessary as fucking kanye would show you It's evident that we need to focus on mental health, which is yeah. why I love to run so much mm. because it is therapy. Mm. It can be therapy for people when you feel like you're fucking stuck in a room and can't think or you can't tap into your creative process or you can't figure out why the fuck you can't work the app to make your girl's vagina feel <laughs> like someone else. You go running for half an hour and you come back fresh with a clear mind and oh shit i forgot to turn on the setting that lets me move the laser that's what it was it's not as tight as it was last night (laughs) the fuck (laughs) mom (laughs) mom oh no hey mom could get freaky at some age too she might person i want to hear confront your mom (laughs) with your vaginal app my mom my mom's like i cannot lower the dick the dick (laughs) i'll fucking get the gun how do i make the shaft longer I'll run up to the nearest cop, grab his gun, and shoot myself. <laughs> Fuck it. I'll be yeah. like, it wasn't you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, but then um, Ashley, still touching on Joker, and now that you brought up Kanye briefly, too. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him, because I ended up seeing Joker, as I was telling you earlier, for a third time. Only <laughs> because times. Only because I was set on seeing, before the album dropped, the um, Jesus is King film in theaters. But when I saw, after I purchased it, after I saw it was only 30 minutes long and I paid a full price for it, I said, fuck that. Back on Fandango, refunding my shit. Thank God they're always easy to do that. And just saw it. Hey, I'm out for joking the third time. Fuck that. Joaquin is an actor that you can see many times and not tiring. No. The movie Her goes to show you. I think that's the last... And actually, I think that is the last movie I've seen repetitive a num a number a repeated number of times in the theater. Mm. That was the movie. I saw that movie three times. Her. I paid the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went with my school the second time, and I got a golden ticket as a gift for my aunt mm. and used that for the third time, which is crazy. You right? are from Brooklyn. You say aunt. Aunt? Yeah. How is that Brooklyn? Because that's like... Instead of aunt or tia? Geographically... I was going to say tia, but I don't know if that's a Titi. thing. No, nah, I don't say titi. <laughs> that's Colombian shit. Hi, titi. I don't say titi. My aunt... I, aunt is the English word I got. Well, that's debatable because my first professor in college, uh, shout out to Louis Luca, he's Louis from Lou? Brooklyn. Well, ben, Manny knows him. That's how we met in oh, that first oh. semester. Oh, okay. Dr. Luca, I guess he's called. Dr. Luca. I feel like I've heard that name. Dr. Before. Luca. But, um. That's a dope rap name. <laughs> that would be. 
But um, he was the one that explained, I think, Aunt was like super Brooklyn, like super like idiotic almost to say it's Aunt. Or I think, I forgot, it's been, it's like ten, over 10 years ago Actually, now. So, so I want to talk about this so I could bring it up to work. <laughs> I don't want them, no, maybe, maybe I shouldn't, but I, I do want your opinion on this. Yeah. So my manager, I won't say her name. She recently asked, so she's not from New York. Okay. She's from the South. She's from the South. Um, she's the manager of the running store you're at. Correct. Of course, she's not from New York, but okay. She's not from New York. Of course not. <laughs> we know that. <laughs> so, but she's been living here for a number of years. Okay. And recently, uh, she asked one of my, uh, so basically, <laughs> I'm that, I'm one of the dudes that like, I, I guess I'm one of the most knowledge in like, Brooklyn native culture. Mm-hmm. Right. So one day we had another employee who walked in with a Yankee hat on and it had the stickers on top and underneath the cap. And Ew. she goes, huh? Ew. Right. So, so, and then, so then she looked at me and she goes, I never got the chance to ask you, but now that you're both here, the only two Spanish people, she was wearing the, uh, uh, this girl was wearing the Yankee hat. Right. And she goes, why do people keep the stickers on the hat? And then I, without hesitation, said culture. Mm-hmm. It's a cultural thing. Yeah. Um, and I didn't want to say in hip hop, but I wanted to say in the music, a lot of the artists from here keep the sticker on top as a symbol of urban culture. Yeah. And she goes, okay, why do you leave the sticker underneath it then? And I'm like, I don't know why anyone does that, actually. I used to do that underneath the the brim. The barcode? No, not I, I get rid of the barcode. I mean, I used to I used to keep the newer sticker underneath. The baseball? Yeah. The holler, holler. So, okay. So, let me ask your opinion. So, where do you think the stickers come from? What the fuck does it actually mean? <laughs> and why do we leave it? Well, for me at least, I used to do it cuz it used to tell my my cap size. Cuz I used to have a fuller <laughs> oh, head of hair. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like the 7 and 5 eighths. That was my size. Okay. So, I used to keep that underneath the the brim, yeah. The whatever you call the thing, the yeah, front the part, the brim, the brim, because I'd have to remind myself that's my size. I forget stuff like that easily. Okay, but I guess I also because I saw it as a creature of habit on other kids too doing it too. Right, so it's habitual to see. Yeah, I, but I never did above the cap. I, I would do underneath, and if if it had the sticker on top, I put it underneath. So some people leave the one on top. Now yeah, I don't yeah. know. I haven't looked it in, into it yet. I, I swore that I was going to do it before I this. think that's because when New Era was big back when, like, I, I'm referring to when I was in high school. Okay. It was big back when, and they had to leave it on because they had some of the knockoffs mm-hmm. that weren't good enough like they are now. Mm-hmm. But to show it was a New Era one, you had to keep it on the top. Got you. See, that makes sense. And so every it- everybody every day would have, like, a different one. So it's to legitimize that it's an actual right. hat. Besides so a little it's more about on the showing sides. your wealth also. Because yeah, you know. Because it it's goes. showing you can afford to pay $35 for a fitted. Why get a Louis bag just for the emblem? Why get a thing, whatever. Okay. Kind of thing. Do, so in hip hop, do you believe that's also the same? Like them leaving that uh, oh, absolutely. sticker on was to le- show that it legitimized. Well, because also new era is big in hip hop, right? Yeah. So all the people that wear hats, they're new era. Of course. I've never seen a dad hat until now be popping, but mm-hmm. you have now, like, say, for example, the Afro hat. 
yeah. over here. It has the snapback sticker on it on mm-hmm. the front. Why leave that sticker on that? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, I don't get why, because especially when you wear the hat a lot, you can like you you can tell where it's starting to age on the brim. Like yeah. if you touch the brim a lot, and then when you take the sticker off, it shows how fucking du- dirty <laughs> it looks. Yeah. So, I didn't know how to answer that though. It's a status of symbolism. It's a status of symbolism. Okay. Because it's it's like the same thing. Like um, I remember when before, maybe you're too young to remember, but before everybody got the like the triple quadruple XL white tees. Oh no, I remember that. Yeah, but before that, right before they got so big and disgusting looking, like dresses and nightgowns. Yeah. Right before that, everybody had to have the Rockwear white tee just because it had the Rockwear logo on it. Right. Oh, and- it's almost like polo. Right, but those are like $60, $70 white tees. The Rockerwear? Swear to God, I remember. Why the fuck would you do that? Well, Rock-a-wear. I mean, now it's like, well, you're fucking retarded. Rockerwear was a terrible brand. It was terrible quality. I had one <laughs> good shirt it, from them. Was it shittier than the Kanye shirt? <laughs> On that level. <laughs> the, 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 the a little better. <laughs> but they were just as bad and so overpriced, too. Sean John was ass back when, too. <laughs> it got a little better with time. Designs got a little bit more like, okay, I can fuck with that a little bit. Uh, that, that's like somebody wearing like Echo now. Oh Jesus! I hope not. <laughs> I like shout out to Echo for the, the Echo shit. had a short run, but yeah, at their point they got like real embarrassing to wear. It's the that's the funniest thing about brands is that they can be the most popular thing one day and then they can be the most tragic story <laughs> in in the next. That's so so sad. Maybe you're too young to remember. I used to love Aniche. Aniche. Yeah. Oh, E N Y C. Well, I thought so too, but then I got corrected on it so many times. Like, is it Nietzsche? Yeah. I thought I would have fucking hicked that shit out and be like, ain't yet. <laughs> <laughs> but those are some good ass jeans. I have like a couple pairs of those. And then I still, I always wanted an Averett jacket. A- a- Averett. The big leather bomber jacket. I want, you know what? I actually wanted one too. Yeah. I thought, I thought it would have been a. I'm too small for that. <laughs> I think you have to have a certain build. You could you could rock the shit out of a leather jacket. Well, I'd have to find a smaller size running one though. Like they're kind of like big already. But is a leather jacket worth it now in today's day? Like you see like some people pull it off. It I, depends. I mean, I, I love leather jackets, so I have like three of them actually now. I got gray one, brown one, black one. I, I love the look, I love the feel of them too, and I, I'm maybe I'm weird. I don't like heavy jackets, even in the winter. I'll, like, layer up and, like, wear, like, a light enough jacket, but I won't do a winter jacket. I hate them. I feel suffocated. All running gear right now for me. <laughs> fuck all, fuck everything else. I know Manny's the same way, too. He used to never have a winter jacket. He used to wear, like, like bullshit in the middle of winter. I mean, I fuck, don't get me wrong. I fuck with, like, Patagonia shit. I fuck with, um. That is nice shit, though. Yeah. I fuck with, um, I used to work there, so. Oh, of course. The ukup, the ukup. <laughs> um, who else makes nice? Um. No, like actually Patagonia, I I forgot. Yeah, when I first went, when I was scoping out Canada as it is, I was rocking nothing but Patagonia. Because mm. um, quality, care for the environment, um, lifetime guarantee on the shit. Like, really? That a lot of people don't know. That's what you're buying. Oh. You're buying a lifetime on a fucking garment. Oh, shit. And you can recycle it. Like, you can bring it back if it's no if they can't repair it or reuse it. They'll credit you for it. And then you can just buy the new version. Oh, wow. So, like... I won't tell the story, but uh, my girl lost a jacket mm. uh, in a really weird way. Okay. She went to the store like a week later, explained the situation. They gave her a new jacket. 
crazy. Like that brand, that brand is a leading example of what it should be like now. Oh, wow. Which is crazy because when you see someone start a brand on their own, they have to deal with shit garments and shit quality. But it's like to get to that level, it's actually it's more expensive now. But when you take out the idea of making money and put just the care Mm -hmm. into it, it's so easy. So like with the sweatshirt, I wanted something that was com. I didn't care about the money. Like I honestly wanted to. I obviously wanted to make enough money for like gear and stuff mm. for music, but I didn't want to make a sweatshirt that was gonna be uncomfortable and like shit. I wanted something that people wanted to buy mm. and mm. wear long term. So that's the only reason why that's like that. Yeah, and by the way, as I said before, not to kiss your ass. No, you no, don't need it. No, for real, and and no, and I pre. That's one. I that's why I had to say that because yo, you are wearing the sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. You told me off cam you still wear the sweatshirt. Wear it as often as I can. It's so goddamn comfortable. So fucking crazy to me, bro. Like so so like things like that. Like like if I know that there's someone out there that's gonna be like that, that that's gonna rock it, that's really comfortable. I'll make it again. I'll make it again, of course. Hey, like, listen, if you ever start like what they do in IG, like modeling the brand or whatever, I'll be glad to do it. Hell yeah! If I'm not too fat to do it, no, <laughs> fuck no. You put, bro, you got you got gains. I see you putting on gains. <laughs> That's I just mass, massa. <laughs> you got the you got the bite. You don't got the bite there. I got it somewhere. Hold up, yeah. Yeah, I could do it if you don't got it. You can go. Yo, Frankie, and do it. Frankie, como dice? Dame massa. <laughs> Segway from Frankie. Shout out to Frankie. Uh, Brendan. Yeah. Uh, I hope you're feeling better. Do you have any sound bites in him or no? I believe I do. Uh-oh. Might have you. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I do got one in particular from him. But I think he co-signed this one. You know, it's it's Brendan. He he lives life on the edge. He's Brooklyn with it. Brooklyn. Um, For those of you who... Live fast, eat ass. What? <laughs> Wait, did you add one love to that on purpose? No, no, no. That was stupid iTunes doing that. Oh, oh. Yeah. I was about to say, that's a wild ass sound bite. Ah, <laughs> uh, live fast, eat ass. Right. Yeah, well, speaking of eating ass, maybe that's what caused him to get the stomach flu, as I think he's <laughs> suffering from right now. <laughs> you know, the poor guy, he's suffering right now. He's taking a knee, you know, figuratively speaking, because, you know... <laughs> A wild stomach flu going on. It's an epidemic. That's just going around. <laughs> you keep wanting to live fast. You ain't going to be living fast. I would think that's the immediate effect of eating the wrong ass. And there's nothing wrong with it. I don't partake in that activity, but that's what I fear the most of. Like catching a ringworm from eating that ass. Whatever. I don't know this nasty Bro, bitch where she's been. He's going to hear this and send, immediately send you a story. Nah, nigga. I don't eat no dirty ass ever, nigga. She taking a shower right before, bro. That's wild. He said that's what he got on the story. I mean, come on. He, he's like properly built. He's not a small man. He's always got the Tims on to keep him safe. Yo, you know what's so funny is um, I think I sent him the the I think I sent him the clip of us talking about Tim's. He goes, this just reminded me I need to get the black ones for December. <laughs> I was like, really? You dead ass. He's dead ass. Dead ass about it. Um, but real quick, uh, his latest release of Night is on all streaming platforms, so go check that shit out. It's the lime green. You can't miss it. It's the lime green <laughs> cover. I th- I'm pretty sure that's for the new album. 
Uh, great fucking song. Yeah, it's hard. Uh, shout outs to Brandon. I hope you feel better. Uh, live fast, but don't eat their <laughs> ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do not shower before the hour. <laughs> um, yeah, night is hard though. Good joint. Night is tight. Um, Want to do a snippet? You got a snippet? Or is it too? No, I got it. Hey, yo, Brendan. How that shit go real quick, bro? In honor of Brendan, of course, we play at nighttime where most likely he got the stomach flu from. But, you know, <laughs> just be careful, though. You need to see what you're doing. So maybe flick on the light switch next time. You dummy. I say it in love. Brendan, night. Leave him numb, leave him numb, leave him numb, yeah. Leave him numb, leave him numb, leave him numb, yeah. Leave him numb, leave him numb, leave him numb, yeah. Leave him numb, leave him numb, leave him numb, yeah. Yeah, I come alive in the night time. I come alive in the night time. Yeah, I come alive in the night time. Right now, the stomach flu is coming to life. <laughs> I love you, Brandon. I gotta love you, Brandon. Um, real quick, I want to go over the um, the next Afro dates. Uh, for those of you who have not seen or heard yet, in the slew of reposts and retweets and replies, Afro Dominicano has finally. Mm. In due time, unexpected, catching everybody from behind with the fucking, Eating with ass? the side fist, with the side fist, ah. with the side fist punch, the one that knocks people out <laughs> on World Star Hip Hop videos, the one punch knockout. They caught everybody by surprise. Uh -oh. Letters to Zoe ah. on all streaming platforms now. Letters to nice. Zoe, volume one, from what oh, I shit. understand. From what I understand. Um, Big surprise for anyone who's seen the Afro play live. You got a lot of the jams that we like to rock out to on the album. You even got Sabroso at the end mm, with tail end. all the solos. But the you ass got end. <laughs> the ass Sabroso. Sabroso. Ooh, that is Sabroso. <laughs> you got all the songs <laughs> in professional 320. KBP, I think it is. KBP quality. Ooh, I, I think uh, I think I read Frankie had a hand in it, producing it or engineering it or something. The mix and master, I think he helped with mix and master. Ooh. Uh, but the album's out now, all streaming sites. I like to use Spotify, iTunes. For those of you who like to use the songs in your Instagram videos, you can already do that. Yeah, please share. Please share that shit. You know, call up your titi. Aunt, nigga, I'm not saying Titi. Come on, just <laughs> give in. I'm not saying oh, Titi. Oh, because you're thinking of titties, right? Titi. <laughs> no, it's even, all right. It's you no, know. I wasn't even thinking that. I just Titi sounds like so South American. <laughs> it is actually. Yeah, you're right. Actually, it is more South American. Like Chi Chi, like shit, like like words where it's repeated like that. It's like the only one I know is Toto. That's super <laughs> Dominican. Super Dominican. If you're not talking about the toilet, you're talking about something else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because the company that makes toilets is also Toto. I don't know if anyone. Oh yeah, knows. right. <laughs> no, I I do that. I rompe el Toto all day. <laughs> that Toto. No, the toilet. I mean, come on, relax. 
<laughs> I don't need my name in the streets like that. Hey, yo, you out here crushing it, bro? Yeah, you know, bro. I gotta go number. I gotta go home. Hit that number two, bro. Yeah, let me get you at the toilet real quick. My toto's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, and very proud of the Afro. We both are, of course. You being the PR director, me being closely related to Afro. Yes, sir. Big, big, big fan, of course, of what they're doing and what they did. But I do have to point out one thing. Now, listen. I know, you know, you got everybody involved in the band. You know, you're the PR guy. You're out there, you know front-facing everybody and saying, hey, here's Afro. Afro Dominicano, mind you. What the fuck happened to track number two on the album <laughs> with that typo? Of all people, listen, if you left it in the hands of like Swiss Beats or something to master down or whatever, or Rick, Rubin, or Rick Rubin's bum ass over there in Calabasas doing nothing, scratching Yo. his ass and scratching his beard right after, <laughs> he, could, he could get away with the typo on Kiss Kaya. But I'm looking at Kiss Keith. Kis yeah. Kiskuya. Kiskuya, yeah. That's how I say it. Um from what Who's I a guilty party? I'm not gonna say who it was. Oh okay. I'm not gonna say who it was. Nano. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Nano. <laughs> Nando has an iPhone, so as being an iPhone user ourselves, we know it, it tends to step in. It tends in. to autocorrect. So I think when they were setting up the final paperwork, <laughs> like or the digital, I should say paperwork, <laughs> from what I understand, uh it auto-corrected to the wrong way. Mm. And it wasn't those things. It's probably one of those things where you type it, and yeah. once you hit enter, it locks in. Like, it's not like one you undo. So he probably wrote it so fast <laughs> and hit enter, and then the auto... So you know what it is, too, with auto-correct? It can be such a bitch. When you hit enter, it then puts it in and then sends it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, if you hit send before you clear the auto-correct, it looks like it's going to leave your word, but nope. then it autocorrects it before it does it. You see the red underline and dots, and then whoop. So I think in wrong. this instance, it was he wrote out Kiskeya, wrote Sen, and then it would turn into Kiskuya. Nando. It's N A N O, by the way. <laughs> you keep saying Nando. <laughs> oh, Nano? Yeah. You mean like Enano? Sure. But uh, yeah, N A, like, like, oh. like iPod Nano. Oh, Nano. I thought this whole time was Nando. That's I, I'm, I'm fucking correcting you because oh, you keep saying Auto correcting me. Thank God. God damn. Nano. You keep I'm putting sorry. a D in there. Pause. But, <laughs> Ain't no D in there, bro. Oh, damn. Shit. Sorry. Nah, I mean, I'm cool with it. I don't know if he's going to be hype. Shit. You, you fucking keep calling me Nando. <laughs> nah. Because um, I thought maybe it was short for like Fernando or something. His name is nothing. Oh, shit. What is it then? <laughs> Adrian, <laughs> Adriano. Wait, how do you get Nano from Adrian? Adriano, Nano. How do you get Nano from Adriano? I don't know the rules, bro. I don't know. The oh, you're yeah, Dominican. I forgot you. His so. dad, his dad's Improvise. also, I think, a Nano, too. It's Adrian. <laughs> it's Adrian. Adriano. Oh, so he's named Adriano. Mm -hmm. Wow, a normal name for a Dominican. That's a, that's a milestone. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? <laughs> it's mind-boggling. His parents gave wow. him a good name. You, I was going to bring it up, too, before we go here, too. Uh, my mom, my mom, my mom. Angel. My mom, Angela. She was lazy. Nah, no, no. I don't think I don't think it's that easy. No, I don't think it's that easy, but it's... That would make sense, though. I think it was some... I, my theory is that it's based on appearance of who looks more like who. So with my brother, it's Emmanuel, named after my father, Manuel. Oh, your dad's Manuel. Uh-huh. And then me... Angel named after my mother, Angela. Oh, so your dad's Manuel and Manny's Emmanuel. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Exactly. That's the easy way. I mean, you're just adding a letter. That's lazy. I, I, that's what I'm saying. That's what I thought. I'm like, so if I 
in a different universe had a kid, right? Am I just going to add like <laughs> an O, like Angelo, named after me? Oh, Angel? you got it even easier, right? O or A? Angelo Girl, or Angela? I? Or, I mean, if you name it after your like spouse, you add an, another letter or takeaway. So you can add or take away a letter. That's what I noticed. So with my brother, they added the letter. With me, they took away the A. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, that's at least more common in the, like, the mishmash hybrids they used to do with, like, the girls, at least. Well, uh, well but my middle name is also my father's name, so. Angel Manuel. So that's super, yeah, super <laughs> Spanish. That's super Spanish. <laughs> so was mine, Jorge Luis. Jorge Luis. Oh, hold, so you could be, wait, Jorge Luis? Not, yeah. You can't be Jose Luis. No. Yeah. Okay. I would have preferred that a million times. You would have preferred that? I like Jose more than Jorge. It's a struggle There's for a people to say. Shout out to Jose the Tambora. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Baez out here fucking <laughs> smacking the shit out that drum. They're about to get some new yo, Slapping the, the skins. The, exactly. Yo, the new shit they're looking yeah. at? Fire, yo. Okay. It's going to be sick. Okay. Like, they're not going to look. You saw the band in the summer when they were chilling, but mm-hmm. it's a different type of vibe in the winter when they got new shit. Melting the polar caps? Is it Afro's duty now? Nah, we 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 looking we looking at big shit. Oh, I get it now. So Afro, they've been busy, you know, contributing to global warming, <laughs> heating shit up. <laughs> oh wow! It was already made. It was already made. It wasn't something they're recycling. They're using unused drums. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, slapping the same skins. Nah, I hope not. Well, you can switch out the skins apparently. Ooh, okay. You can switch that out. All right. I don't know the process for thumb. I know. I know it's tough though. I know. I do know that. I know that. When you're switching out the skins or or tuning the drum, it is a process. And for mm. you to get a specific sound, um, a lot of wear and tear can fuck up the sound. So you do have to keep that um, those instruments in tune. You got to tighten up the skin then. Yeah. Okay. Nice. <laughs> That's great. Uh, now, I mean, you know better than anybody being PR. T- for tighten up the skin? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? I, I mean, to get it on right, you know, so you can slap it afterwards. Tighten it's not up. Like <laughs> um. Nah, Which, I'm trying to get these fools in shape, bro, because we talking about fucking traveling and shit. It's like, bro, if you're on the front of the stage, they're looking at you mostly. Yeah, but they're musicians. They don't got to worry about that. No, no. You get fat when you're loaded. You don't get fat on the... You don't... I've never seen a... I mean, that's actually not true either, because Biggie was big and pun was pun. <laughs> but but you, pun got bigger when he was successful, didn't he? Uh, Yeah, he kept growing. And Biggie, too. He did, too. Yeah, you're right. So... For these motherfuckers, I I think I think the grind would be more on the up if they were in better shape. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I mean, it's one thing if you're successful and then you get in shape because it shows that you're being efficient. Okay. But I also think if they're on their way to becoming a big thing and they're getting in shape, it's because they have their priorities set. You want them to get like what Romeo Santos, like all jacked up and built? Nah, that nigga's not even built that. <laughs> Fuck that nigga too. Uh nah, shout out to Romeo. Shout out to Romeo. He's important to the culture. Um, so nasty. <laughs> um, no, just I think just burning burning a few pounds here and there because I feel like also when I seen them they were skinnier. Really? They were skinnier. Frankie was skinnier for sure. Like all of them, all of them, all of them were. In in pretty good weight. Well, Jose's still Jose's skinny. Jose, no, but Jose's diet is trash. He's admitted that himself. Really? Yeah, it's trash. 
the problem, you know, what the problem is a lot of these guys they're working in the day and then they're playing late nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and, the problem. And, the late and, night, and of course weed. Yeah, so yeah, weed yeah. leads to munchies. Munchies leads to shit food. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a dude with that gets the munchies and then goes, "Oh, I want to get a fruit salad or fucking like a grilled <laughs> chicken bread." No one does that shit. No, but tweak what you're eating a little bit. Drink some more water in a day. You drop a few pounds easy. That could help. Uh, Frankie, you motherfucker, you've been talking. You motherfucker, <laughs> you've been talking about running with me for uh, God knows how long. I've known you now for two years. I already did the New York Marathon. You still haven't run with me, nigga. Where's Gucci? Phone keeps going off. Wow. That's I think funny. I think they sensing that I'm talking shit about. <laughs> no, like it makes. I think it makes sense, especially now with the album dropping. I think, obviously, there does they they want to go back to the studio and they want to work, and I totally understand that. Mm. But I also think, if the if if the lines are gonna keep ringing, if they're gonna keep getting booked, and they're gonna keep working late nights, mm-hmm. they do want to be healthier. They, they, it. The last thing you want to do is cancel a gig because one or two of your guys get sick. Oh yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying. And, and for the long run too, better they be healthy and stuff. Exactly. Exactly. Endurance. I think it, you're you're planning for the marathon, not for the sprint. Yeah. Yeah. True. 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 I'm applying literally everything <laughs> from marathon to life now. At this point, it's like I'm thinking long term. I'm thinking, you know, what 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 things can you tweaking your diet that you can do what little exercise can you do in between times maybe from going from work to home like on the train what can you do like literally making everything count bro mm. like at one at one point in time i was doing fucking push-ups on the train to get ready for a race that's nasty on you. it is nasty but you know what i wash so my hands nasty. every I, but then that got me to wash my hands more now it's i don't disgusting. do now i don't do push-ups on the train i'm not saying i do it anymore but now i wash my hands way more way more mm. like everywhere that's hepatitis. That's gingivitis. That's not hepatitis. All off the floor. Gingivitis. How yeah, you get you know, gingivitis off? Hey, it transfers. You know, you look like you scrub your teeth off with your fingers when you're lazy. That's disgusting. That's the no. I I've done it before, but no, <laughs> not after touching the fucking train floor. That's that's definitely not a no. That's a definite no no. It's as long as you're not one of those like Showtime kids. I feel like, see, I feel like those guys. So, and that's what I mean. So, like a person who focuses their time in that hustle where they're putting themselves in the dirtiest conditions, mm. they should be healthy. All of those kids, oh, as, yeah. as diddy and din- dingy and bummy as they look, they're fucking fit. Oh, yeah, of course. They're all fit. So yeah. they do. They definitely do at least. I mean, some of them. I can vouch for some of them. I don't yeah. know about all. <laughs> um, some of them focus on their health. No, that's great. That's, that's good on them, you know. So, yeah, I mean, and as musicians, you, you always hear about, Especially in the minute, and that, and that that's another thing that fucks with me too is that you we lose so many great legends and artists in in the Dominican Republic to a weird fucking illness. Mm. Like you got singers that get like lung cancer, and they didn't even smoke, mm. like shit like that. So it's just like, I mean, for for these guys, just everyone around me, I feel like we're already sort of set up to fail in terms of our health because of old bad habits that we had we yeah had old habits passed down yeah for a lot of us rice it's beans lifelong. rice beans and fucking chicken is not supposed to be an everyday thing but no. we grew up eating that shit every day because that's ideally healthy quote unquote right and and it can be if you fucking switch white rice for brown rice yeah if you switch pinto for black or if you boil your beans 
Might as well take out the beans because then you stop farting all the time. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't do beans. You put avocado on the plate instead of Ooh. fucking, you know, my doodles every day. Yeah. And you grill the chicken. If you, if you need to, if you need to eat meat, grill the chicken. Yeah. It's leaner. Of course. All you can still do rice, beans, chicken. I just proved it. But those minor tweaks are going to go a long way when it becomes habitual. Of course. Um, and that's all I want to do for them. I, I mean, I can't. You know, I can't, I can't expect all of them to have a six pack. You know, by January first. Well, they got six packs on them, of course. Traveling <laughs> always, around, always. Yeah, of course, <laughs> always. <please>. But <laughs> if I can at least help a few of them, or at least I, I what I wanted to do was one at a time. So the guy who feels like the shittiest, I want to take him and like just plan out something for them. Mm. And you know, next time they come into a show, and maybe, and you know what, maybe that leads to different opportunities maybe they see someone they haven't seen in months at a future show and now they look completely different now they're more confident mm. you know not True next that. thing you know in a and r sees them oh shit this band is they they looking healthy they're playing good they're not over here running up the fucking <laughs> largest alcohol bill of all time <laughs> i fuck with them let's 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 book them for a bigger show you know what i'm saying why not that's that's the type of shit i'm thinking about so it's like Let's get healthy, bro. And you set the best example of possible by completing this year's marathon, 2019, the course edition of the NYC Marathon. Boom. Angel, he did the thing. Boom. PR person, front and center for Afro at all times, permitting. Afro-Dominicano, of course, I'm referring to. And and and, and, and wait till 2020. I'm going to get some more camera gear. Oh, shit. It's fucking over. All kinds of angles, optical illusions, and everything, too. VR, <laughs> you know, zooming effect. in on your poom-poom shorts and everything. I'm, I'm going to get the sound effects. It's going to be like... <laughs> and maybe we'll get one or maybe the whole band to join in on if not 2020 2021 for 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 the, for the marathon oh bro i fucking that would be a trip i mean but then who's gonna play because they're always they're always playing at the at the uh, they play that's that's all oh, right so i don't know if i mentioned that seeing them play at the marathon because i went to go see them play there i got inspired to come into it this year Part of that inspiration came from seeing the runners live. I never got to do that until, um, I mean, I saw them on TV every other yeah. year, but um, seeing them live, like I got there on time to see the elite fly by mm -hmm. and then seeing all my friends at the same time and then seeing their reaction to the band and all that, like it was a trip. That that sideline experience was enough to convince me I should do the marathon. Mm. And then, you know, the universe understanding how bad I wanted it gave me the opportunity to not only get to do it but also pay it forward exactly. with um with this that's what this medal represents hmm. paying it forward uh hispanic <laughs> heritage uh shout out to latino runners they uh were raffling off a bib to anyone who wanted to contribute to um raising money for um exposing kids to healthier lifestyle choices and getting them into running in lower income uh neighborhoods mm -hmm. uh i of course am always fucking down for that i'm down for the running culture i i see what the future can be if we get kids to start running early and understand that their bodies are going to change that that tech not that um there are different shoes they can use that there are uh healthier routines and regimens they can follow that will let their body grow strong and not fucking risk injury all of those things i believe in um 
these aren't things that I learned uh, growing up from my father. I saw the consequences of what him not doing it can 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 lead to. Mm. So seeing it and now learning it, I'm adapting to trying to use it. And I mm. only want to pay it forward by showing the people that are getting inspired to run what they can do. Um, and of course, uh, I I. I don't want to say I donated the most, but I think because of the amount that I donated, that was the reason why I got in. Mm. You gave in on the physical and you gave, well, they gave back to you in that sense too. Absolutely. I mean, if they, fulfilling. If, if anything, and I hope that they do hear this, I'll, 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 I want to make a snippet of this for sure. But if, if they understood how much more I'm going to get involved with the running community because of this experience, I think, they'll appreciate the fact that they got they gave it to me um because anyone else i think would have had just an e just an equals experience and they might have influenced someone else but i'm not just thinking about one person i'm thinking about everyone around me so in a sense now you've got like a newborn passion for it all absolutely in a nutshell basically. absolutely so pre-marathon i didn't think pre-marathon i'm thinking if you're not a fucking professional athlete you're not going to go anywhere with running exactly Post-marathon, I don't think it fucking matters. Mm. I think you have to just be passionate enough and proving so with your actions, being healthy, going to sleep early, going and doing a bunch of races, trying yourself to go faster, going to the gym, still working on strength and conditioning, saying no to, a, uh, to some beers every now and then, saying no to fast food every now and then, and just living right, bro. Like, like share the positive that you have in your life that uh, being negative all the time and complaining and shit. I don't think that helps either. Uh, that's just a way to get older faster. Exactly. Um, Having a passion for something at least to yeah, keep you focused on what's the good. Out absolutely. There. absolutely. And funny enough, I got a little snippet of something you made with that's part of your passion besides running that music production thing called oh, yeah. passion. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Well, before we sign off, of course, we'll play a little bit of this and come back for a little bit more, just, you know, close out the tail end of this episode. Again, that was a little thing that, with the passion of, within him, was put together by who else but Angel. There you go. Passion. Or passion. I think I definitely need to make like a uh, like a running theme commercial with that beat. 
That would be perfect for like a little run spot. For real. New Balance, Asics, whoever else is out there big enough to get behind. I think, I think I think part of their selection process for certain commercials are actually made like at home and then they sign off on that. Like finding those athletes that are like commit like wanna present that image of like brand loyalty but also like perseverance and passion. Mm-hmm. A lot of that shit comes from just people being creative like that. So I mean, if it's possible, mm. Nike, New Balance, I'm 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 aiming straight for you guys. Hey, why not? You gotta aim for the stars at this point since you ran twenty six point two miles. Boom. To make it happen. You got next year coming up, twenty twenty. That edition, hopefully, again, we get um everybody involved in Afro-Dominicano signed up. And if you know Brendan, you know, by that time, cures himself of his ass <laughs> eating stomach flu, most likely, he'll be able to join in, too. I don't I don't see why he can't run, too. Would they ban him if he runs in Tim's? You know what's funny is that he might be the first one to do it. Well, he, there was an asshole running in a full suit. That's and- not uncommon. That's actually a theme. But he now. did that for the look. He did that just to like get the camera shots on him. Like, oh, 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 I, I did see one guy juggle through it. That's just being a dick. But like, how do you not drop a ball on like the hill or the bridge or at twenty fifth mile, twenty sixth mile when you're dumb? Like, like when you're dead limping, when you're in zombie mode, I don't think you can still juggle. Well, that. his forearms have been crazy jacked afterwards. The oh, constant yeah. movement. Yeah, for sure. How many balls was he doing? Did you see? Uh, pause. I think four. <laughs> Four. Yeah. Like All right, well that 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 is commendable, I guess. I guess the coordination of doing that, running, <coughs> fatigue. It might have been three. He passed me at the point where I was already cursing people out. I was so like I was in pain, bro. Like quad down to the shin in pain. Eat. And then fucking and then going to Central Park, I'm like in my head I'm thinking, damn, I might I might still get the time I wanted like two hours ago. And then that became like a life goal within minutes. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish in this time. A minute after that time, I was wrecked. I was wrecked. I was shattered. And that's what fucked with me for like three days, bro. I was just like, damn, I didn't finish that time. Yeah. And everyone's like, well, you never went for time, right? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, that's what I said. But everyone's going to ask me, what time did I finish in? And I'm going to say in sadness, like, uh, you know, a little over this. Nah, there's always next time. That's the point of it. You're prepping now, no, so then. No, no, Next year, I'm, that, that time's going to be my bitch, though. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, next year, and mm-hmm. this, I don't know if it's, it's more, I don't know if it's crazy to say I want to be that much faster, but a whole half an hour. So okay. I finished okay. five, so my goal, my goal when I wanted it to be was under five hours. Okay. My first original time was 527, I mm-hmm. believe. And then, or like 529. My time this year was 506. Okay. Next year, I want to do under 430. All right. That's a goal. That I need a whole year to do that. Mm. You know what I mean? To, to say so I it, can guarantee myself to do, I need a whole year. Goddamn. Well, I guess it's more appropriate enough to say cheers to that. Oh, cheers. Four hours and 30 or under. 430 or under. That's the goal. Hmm? Ah. Brugal El Fatal And then on that note properly As that went down very Sabroso enough That one was fucking sour Yeah that was I felt that I'm sorry My 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 organs are (laughs) like What the fuck (laughs) 
and it's been through enough, at least your organs and your whole physical form. But let's end it on this note, on a high note, of course. Again, something spectacular, the podcast, hosted by me, who this pleasure having today in the building in the physical form as well as deteriorated as it might be after a whole (laughs) 26.2 miles. Ayo Productions 1 on Instagram, of course, Angel. Thank you so much for inspiring so many to do the marathon now next year. Let's see if we gang up on Afro-Dominicanos as a whole and get them to do the goddamn thing. Get their fat asses off the studio bench and get them out into the streets of New York. He's calling you fat. Talking about Staten Island, in the Brooklyn, in Manhattan, uptown, all the way back down to the Bronx. Run away from the Bronx as fast as you can. All the way down to Central Park to get where you got to get at the end goal at 26.2 miles after having done a damn thing. And let's see if they can do it in under seven hours. Or if they can beat the obese girl and do it within nine hours. <laughs> As a whole, as a group, have more holding hands at the very end as they, you know, trip their way down the finish line. That would be so Stumbling down. And you get Brendan after he's done eating ass and, you know, (laughs) shitting out the stomach flu fully. Oh, my God. Um, If they all did it as a group, we can all have, like, the big, like, (laughs) Olympic football-sized Dominican flag. Oh, yeah. Or we could have a big-ass Afro logo flag. Would that be hard? Ew, but that'd be a huge obstruction if, like, they can't all keep up at the same pace. No, I mean, I mean, Frankie's lagging behind. If anything, I'll hold it. I'll run first. I'm gonna finish before them. I'm assuming. Oh, see, now it. you're calling them fat. So you, you're saying you're gonna be in well, front. If there's, if that's a way to motivate them, then I'll call them fat. It's not <laughs> offensive yet, or is it already offensive, America? Can I not call my friends fat? Fuck you, fatty. Um, They're heavily massed. <laughs> I'm not fat. I'm just massed. <laughs> <laughs> Dying no, I think. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Mr. Frankie Payne, you just finished 26.2 miles of high endurance running at the New York City Marathon. What are your first words? And if anything, what do you want the people to know? Diamond mass. Whoa, that's cocky. You, you want more miles on top of that? Apparently so. Diamond mass. Um, yeah, bro. Live life sabrosamente. Diamond mass. Don't forget that either, of course. Dame Masa, you look life right dead in the eye and say Dame Masa as best you can, as loud as you can. And if you can, you know, brown rice, no beans, avocado instead, and grill the chicken. Let's make it real sabroso and healthy for your fat ass. Boom. Afro-Dominicano from Letters to Zoe, 2019 release, volume one, as we're being told by Angel himself. We're going to hold you to it, you goddamn liar, if you're not. If I don't see volume two in 2020... You I, mu- I I I want to see volume two before the summer. Oh, if if I was a big ass fan, no, which I am because because I I know part of what volume twos should have, and <sighs> but I also you know what I mean. You can't rush the process. You don't no. want to rush the process. Can't you rush you don't want to rush the you don't want to rush it. You want to trust it. Oh, hey, there you go. Words to live by. So I'll trust the process. Afro. Looking at you in a hole, Dominicano. Afro-Dominicano, listen. Sabroso keeping it like that. Letters to Zoe. 2019 release from the whole band as a unit. Ayo Productions. Angel, thank you so much again for coming through. Always a pleasure, bro. Diamond Mas.
Stop it. <laughs>